hey, and welcome to IMO in my opinion with J and M and J. We got two Jonathans here today. It's going to be confusing. John, how are you today, sir? Since you I'm had good. a nice I'm, uh, I'm day back. off. Hey, I'm allowed like a couple sick days a year, right? I I said I said it on the show. I gave you a paid day off. You're fine. Excuse. Besides, uh, fucking Rafi did a great job. I uh, I agree. Said he was nervous for though. me. Said he was really. Least, nervous. I, I think I didn't watch it, but <laughs> I will watch it. Come on, man! Show. How do you not support your own channel? I do. I'm just tired. Of so, like, I I need time. I need time to watch it. Mm. I haven't had a good solid hour for myself yet. Mm. Um, we have another Jonathan here, um, Johnny, and um, he's a friend of mine from high school. Uh, we're all graduates from Calvin Park High School here, right? Right. Just in the building. Yes. That's right, John. You're probably the only one. I don't know if that's a good thing at all. I'm very proud of being a Calvin Park. No, you're not. So am I. I. What? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Calvin Park was the the shit. Yeah, it was the shit. It was a shit. Dude, I had so much fun. It's because you didn't have fun in your high school years. I had fun. So did I. I had a lot of fun. You did not have fun. What did you do? Um, So, at lunchtime, when y'all were eating lunch, I would go downstairs to the library and read and educate myself because none of the teachers there were trying to do that. Oh. So, that was my type of fun. Oh. And 20 years later, look where you, how far did you get? Not very, <laughs> not very at all. Johnny, no, what, no. what do you remember about high school? Man, you had a good time. Man, I had a good time. I had a really good time. I'm glad you brought some of those yearbooks, man. I haven't, I haven't seen myself with hair that young and that skinny in a long time, bro. That just threw me back. Yeah, as a matter of fact, the yearbook uh, that you saw, uh, the first one you picked up, I was a freshman. You were a junior, I believe. Yes, yes, those were those were good times back then. Absolutely, man. Back in my Absolutely. daddy Yankee, back in my daddy Yankee days, with that, with that, yeah. high, with that high faith. I remember that hair. What? Yeah. I remember that hair. Dog chains too. Were you allowed dog to wear tags. dog tags? Get dog, it right. Dog tags. Dog tags. Well, the same shit. As a matter of fact, I remember the first time I encountered you, man. Um, you were uh, friends with my stepbrother, Ethel. Yes. Yes, and uh, we were in the lunchroom. I believe it was an earlier period. And uh, it might have been third or fourth period lunch. I don't know. Probably, I mean, I was always in the lunchroom. Yeah. I always tried to sneak in there. I mean, I didn't go to class. <laughs> what can I say? I didn't go to class. <laughs> I was in the lunchroom. I wish. Well, I would go to the lunchroom or so go to the you, gym or whatever. You, how do you look like an Ethiopian if you're always at lunch? Because I had mm-hmm. a really, really, really high metabolism I back guess. then. And I would play Mostly. a lot of sports. So, okay, before we go dive back into memory lane, um, let's just go off a topic real quick of, of something that's happening recently um, just to get a different opinion. Obviously, me and John always have the same topic, so I like having different people. And then you're a barber, so you talk to a lot of people, so I'm assuming you know, the whole barbershop talk happens quite often and people bring up a bunch of different topics. Absolutely. Um, so, All right, give recently, me a second. Have go. you ever cut it? Oh, never mind. What? Have you ever cut my hair? <laughs> <laughs> I did his beard. You did my beard. It I didn't have, well, he wasn't count. he wasn't cutting. Were you cutting when we were in high school? No. Um, I was cutting like I started in junior year. To be honest, I started. So at, I was already out. Yeah, you were already out. Maybe. Yeah, so I mean, how was he gonna cut my hair? I mean, I stopped having hair. It I, was I a literally, joke. I, I understand. Anybody that knows me knows it was a joke. Just like when I always joke about you being bald underneath that I'm hat. I'm not there. bald. Yeah, I'm not. <laughs> Be nice if you combed your hair once in a while. Nah. Nah. All right. I just put on a hat. <laughs> okay. So I don't know if you guys heard. You guys probably didn't or did. 
um, there was a there was a shooting again um, recently, and um, basically what happened was this guy had a warrant for his arrest. He was selling heroin and a bunch of drugs or whatever, and um, they had a warrant to serve. And the police went, and it was kind of weird because it wasn't like what you would think. You would think they'd be in squad cars or undercover, you know, uh, cars or whatever. Yeah. You know, but these guys showed up in like a pickup truck. You know, literally, like with, they're they're sitting on the edge of the bed of a pickup truck, driving up to serve this warrant. Budget cuts. Yeah, I'm, I'm serious because yeah. I mean they're really far from the cars from Chicago PD. If you watch that show, they yeah. got fucking no, del año, you know, del año fucking cars. Yeah. Um, so they come out, they they go to the guy. He's in a car. Um, I don't know if he panics or whatever, and he starts to back up. Starts to back up the car. There's yeah. cops behind him. That's whatever. Then he tries to go forward, and there's cops in front of him. So that he, I, if you want to say he tried to run them over, sure, maybe, maybe not. So then he passes them up, and then they start shooting. Okay? Now, would you consider that to be a threat? If you're in a vehicle, and a cop tells you, the cop's in front of you, and tells you to stop, and you lurch forward in that car, are you a threat? If you were a cop, would you be threatened? <sighs> And again, you can be completely free and say whatever you feel. No one's going to judge you here. This is a judge-free zone. Um, I would feel somewhat threatened. And that's because I would be wondering why, why is he trying to get away? What is he hiding? You know what I'm saying? And then at the same time, by the same token, you're chasing the guy. So he, obviously he doesn't want you to catch him. You know of course. what I'm saying? He's going to do, you know, you got it in your mind. He's like, man, this guy is going to do anything to stay free. Correct. You know, so I was like, man, you know, this guy's capable of running away from a cop. You know, maybe he's capable of a lot more. Right. I mean, I look at it. I remember, I think I showed you one time. There was one that happened not too far from here, maybe a couple years ago, where it was something similar, like where they stopped someone and they had him cornered in. Like they literally had squad cars, like pinning the car in. And he's constantly trying to push the cars out of the way and get out of the way. You know what I'm saying? And the cops didn't shoot in this particular case. Right. But my thing is, and people are having a fit with it because they're saying, why did they shoot? He was fleeing. He was running away. If you're running away, you're no threat to a cop. Okay. I have an issue. So if a cop's in front of you telling you to stop and you lurch forward, that car has become a form of threat. Because if you run him over or you're using that car to threaten him so he can move, that's a threat. Correct. Absolutely. For sure. Right. Okay. So that's the same reason why we use guns as in police work to begin with. We threaten you with it so you can do what we want you to do before we have to actually use it. Correct. In any situation, right? If you're going to rob someone with a gun, you point it at them. If you're going to give me your money, right? It's a threat. Mm. Even though you didn't use it, it's a threat to get you to do something. So the car moved forward so the cop can get the fuck out of the way. That's a threat. Now, does that justify? Because the DA of that state justified it, of that city justified it. He said that's completely justified. The cops yeah, I think are, I heard that. The cops are no are not gonna get nothing for it. Like this is completely justified. And I agree, but I do think there was a hell of a lot of bullets. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't think you needed Yeah, you kinda said it was hundred, overkill. Hundred, what is overkill? Like what, what, what is, is overkill over when you get when you get when ten kills in Halo? You're dead. <laughs> <laughs> overkill. Oh wait, that was four I in guess. a row, my bad. Was it four in a row? Whatever it was. Um, I think it was too many bullets. How many? But the, 
it was a lot. Like, cause they were they they had a they had a assault rifles and stuff like that. So it wasn't oh. like they were using just handguns. You get what I'm saying? Um, but then my biggest question, and I'll ask you, because I mean I'm pretty sure I know how John responded to this. So, what is it with people and this idea of they're fleeing, so we shouldn't do anything? You get what I'm saying? Like that, I feel like that's crazy. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if the person flees, there's no question what they're gonna do next. There's absolutely ain't no telling. And you know what I'm saying? It's like, man, you're gonna kind of wonder, like, man, what is this guy gonna do next? Right, right. Like you have no idea, and then. People are complaining, right? Like, oh, you should. He was. He, he was no threat. He was running. He was running away. Okay, let me ask you a question. If you're fleeing from a cop, okay, in a car, so you already did something wrong, probably, Absolutely. right? Okay. So now you don't want to get caught. So you want to say he's not threatening no one at that point. That's bullshit. You know why it's bullshit? Because as a fleeing suspect, are you gonna are you gonna follow the laws of the road at that point? Are you gonna stop at a stop sign? Are you gonna stop at a red light? Sure, are you I'm gonna sure signal was. when you turn left? Of course he was. Of course not. Is he gonna stop for the little old lady crossing the street? Th that's my point. So I'm like, we. I get what people say. He's not a threat at the police, but he's a threat to society at that point. An mm. even bigger threat because anything could happen at that point because he's no longer thinking about following the road or whatever or the laws of the road or whatever he's just trying to get the fuck out of the way so if he eats caught. a red light and hits your abuelita who are you gonna blame you get what I'm saying the cops in my opinion did something they did the right thing is it way too many shots probably did you need a thousand shots it wasn't a thousand shots but it, did we need that many probably not you get what I'm saying I think that's where my only issue is with this situation but people are so fucking pissed about it and then the family this is where I'm like, people don't even tell the truth. So the family went and saw the video before everybody else did, right? So they came out on the press, and they said he was uh, he was executed <laughs> by, by, by the police. Yeah, I don't think they know what that means. And then the video comes out. Was it an execution? They, the, the mother, I think the mother was saying, no, he was just sitting there. He had his hands on the wheel, and he was just sitting there. He listened to everything the cops said. Okay, so now let's look at the video. So he, she said that all he did was have his hands on the wheel. Okay. Mm -hmm. He also had his hand on the gear shift because he moved it into reverse. He had his feet on the pedals because he reversed the car. He hit something. He put it in drive again, hit something else, and then ran into a tree. So how was he just standing there doing nothing and listening to police? I don't get what the point in lying is if there's video. Like, that doesn't make sense. Because they're going to defend, of course. And I understand that they're going to defend. You get what I'm saying? And if we hear anything in the background, there's people walking into Somebody the house. Somebody just got home. Yeah, some people what just got it? home, but it's okay. It might be a robber. You don't know. Eh. You better go upstairs and look. <laughs> um, but you get what I'm saying? Like, why why lie about it? And I know you're just defending your point, right? You're, you're defending your case. Yeah. I understand that. But the video's going to come out at some point, right? And then you're screwed because now you look even worse because you lied about it. Just to... Just to, just to Add to the fuel of the fire of this whole BLM and, and cop thing and all this crap. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And this makes perfect sense to this one post that I saw. And I'm sorry that I'm talking so much. I love it, though. Um, I'm sorry. Um, I saw a post, and it made so much sense. And in this case, it kind of makes uh, even more sense. So it was basically a fire ant. I don't know, maybe somebody saw it. It's a fire ant, and there was black ants around it, and it was like they were, it was ripping it apart. Kind of, right, per se. Mm. And on the explanation, it said, if you put a jar 
with red fire ants and regular black ants in the same jar. Nothing happens. They just do what they do, right? But if you shake it up, then they start attacking each other. They start t- attack the red ones attack the black ones and the black ones attack the red ones. Yeah. Right? So let's stop being mad at the two different color ants and let's be mad at the person who shook it up. The instigator. Right. And in this particular case right now, guess who shook it up? The, the, the people that were talking to the press because they said, no, he was just like, wait until the video comes out. Mm. Right. And then make your quote or your statement, because now you look horrible. Now you look like you just tried to shake something up because you tried to throw the blame on, 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 on PD when PD didn't do anything incorrect. So you shook the jar and you had protests for it. You had all you had stuff that happened for it. You shook the jar. Mm. Why are you shaking the jar? There was no problem there. It was a warrant that had to be served. It had to be served. Yeah. What do you want to do? The only way not for it not to be served is for that dude not to commit crimes and not sell drugs. <clears throat> That's the only fucking solution. But nobody wants that solution. They don't want to hear that. But I digress. Um, I'm oh, sorry, I had to get that off my chest. You that was fucker. an interesting one. That was a funny one. Um, so, like we said earlier, all three of us went to Kelvin Park. We're all Kelvin Park alumni. <coughs> proud, right, John? Absolutely. Yeah, I don't know about right, proud. John? John, you need to... You need to get some. That was not even a school. It was like a fucking. I don't know what it was, but it wasn't a school. It was, <laughs> what would you call it then? It was. I don't know. A pastime. People babysitting teenagers. You didn't learn a years. thing there. <laughs> I swear to God, everything I know now, I learned in grammar school. I learned nothing in high school. You learned absolutely nothing in high school. No. No. How to scam and fucking get away with things. Maybe you didn't know how to get away from gangbangers or anything like that. At least no, could have learned that. Didn't you almost get your ass kicked outside? No, high school? no, in high school, I was waiting for my dad to pick me up. It was about like eight thirty, and this guy just pulls out a gun and aims it at my face. Like, what the fuck's going on? Look at me. Did, did like, he little... did he yell at you, uh, uh, KP Killer? No, Clemente. <laughs> oh God, no. Shurs? No, no. Steinmetz. Just nope. wanted me to throw down a gang sign. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, we all typical. got, we all get one of those, right? Everyone's got yeah, one of those so before. Yeah, yeah, but look at me. I, I, I'm Puerto Rican. Yeah, I'm, but I look white. He's light skinned too. Same. What you mean? Threat. That's what I'm saying. Like, I first of all, the same you, shade too. Like, you're, yeah. you're a threat, John. Look at the size of you. You're a threat. I wasn't automatic like back then, though. <clears throat> you were more so, plump. No, no, no. At that time, I had lost weight. Oh, I was yeah. like 170, 180 at the most back then. Okay, so you hated high school. So yeah. let's talk with someone who enjoyed high school. What do you rem- what do you remember? Man, I'm going to start with uh when I first encountered you. You were friends with uh my stepbrother. Okay. Um Ito. <clears throat> we uh we were in the lunchroom when we first met. And uh, he took got me in a lot of trouble. But <laughs> by the way, no, he was one of the main you, reasons why I used to cut class. You with got him, yourself in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I, you, sure. I remember you guys being real tight, and yeah. uh, he had actually introduced me to. <clears throat> and he's like, "Yeah, man, this is my boy Flacco. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're real tight. You know." And okay. I was like, "Okay, cool. You know, we shook hands. You know, whatever." At the time, I was a uh, baby face freshman. Like, I had come from a private school, and. Uh, that, wow, that was a that was a big downgrade. 
You went from a from a private school <laughs> yeah. to, a, to yeah. one of the worst yeah, schools went, in Chicago. I would say. Ugh. Yeah, well, I wanted, whatever I wanted is, to go public. You know? Okay, it's okay. Yeah, I wanted to go public. I was just You like, learn more there. Abs- well. I, I feel like, no, maybe you don't learn more. I think you learn more about life in general there. Like, how, like, because of the mixture of people and how people act and all the, you know, with the whole gang banging stuff and all that stuff. Like, all of that. You learn all that in school, especially in a school like that one. Yeah, it taught me realer lessons. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That is for sure. I'm sorry. Continue. Yeah, I remember. I remember meeting you. We shook hands or whatever. I was a baby face freshman. I was like, you know, uh, yeah, I was like 14, you know, and um, I had just come from a private school, from a very strict environment, going into a more laid back environment. To so, say the least. To, <laughs> to say, say the least. least. To say the least. Yeah. <clears throat> so. I felt like at that time I was socially awkward because, you know, I was coming from a very strict environment. We could even shake hands. Students over there at the other school could even shake hands. So I'm like, man, you know, this is a totally new, you know, environment for me. So I had to adapt. I have, I, I went through like an, uh, an adaption phase, you know, of uh, shaking hands a little bit more, being a little bit more open, being a little bit more social. And uh, yeah, that, that year for me, freshman year was like a year that, you know, I was learning a lot about, my, uh, about myself. As far as identity, you know, why I liked the things I liked, why I did the things I did. I went into high school, uh, you know, with a goal in mind. I wanted to join the army originally because, uh, yeah, I wanted to join the army, bro. How do you feel about that now? You You still have the concept? Like, or you just disagree with the whole army thing now? Well, I had a total change of heart. You okay. know, I, I did ROTC with intention of going into the army as a private first class. Okay. So once I got into my second year of high school, I had already went to the boot camp because I had volunteered, and that was a kind of a of a preview of what it would be like. So you actually went. Yeah, I actually went. So man. you you did boot camp like this like this dude right here. Yeah, I went to boot camp for six days at uh, Fort McCoy, five hours from here. You went. Yours was longer, right? Yeah, I went to actual boot camp. Oh, you went to the military boot camp. You went to boot camp here. I went to boot camp at Fort McCoy. It was a like an ROTC program. Oh, okay, because it, it was prior. It wasn't like you actually joined the military. No, it no. was like a like a pre. Thing. Yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. Same thing, I guess. Yeah. Little did I know when I went to boot camp, I was going to see. You know what I'm saying? I had intentions to be, but I, I, I had when I went to boot camp, I was trying to see, you know, like what it was, what it really was, you know, because I know that was like the closest uh, thing I was going to get to at that time, kind of experience that lifestyle. And then once I experienced it, it was just um, <clears throat> it made me have a change of heart. I was kind of turned off by it because um, the um, Kind of the way they treat you a little bit, you know. I don't like people yelling in my face, sort of. You oh, know yeah, what I'm saying? So I'm that's just gonna, like, that's, gonna, that's gonna happen. Yeah, I, I, drill sergeant. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that. All up in your face. I'm just yeah. I'm yeah. just not. A, I'm just not a fan of that. People, you know, like they're talking, yelling. And you got you catch some of the saliva in your face. It's like, man, dude, come on, man. What the fuck? Your breath stinks. <laughs> you think they're doing the whole COVID thing now? You think they yell now? Oh, yell? The, the, the drill sergeant <laughs> has a fucking little plastic shield. No. <laughs> They don't give a fuck. I don't know. Military with me, military was never, never, never a thought. Like I I can't picture myself. Never. I can't picture myself. Like there's a there's a a fear to it, I think, for me. You know, like I would never be a cop. You know, I don't have the I don't have the I don't have the fortitude for that if you want to go that route. Like I'm I'm easily squirmish sometimes. Like I can't see certain things. Like that gets like 
it rattles my stomach. And if you can't take that, then you, I feel like you shouldn't be, you shouldn't be in that profession. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, if you're gonna see a dead body and you just throw up, then you probably shouldn't be looking at dead bodies. Uh, Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Like, I wouldn't be a what do they call it? like an undertaker. <laughs> if, if if I can't fucking deal with that, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I wouldn't be an undertaker. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's yeah. just one of those things. Okay, so you 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 got to Kelvin, you started fitting it. It, it helped you that you knew one of the more popular guys in, in school because Absolutely. Ito Ito was Ito was high class. He was a, he was a high class roller yeah, thought, in Kelvin yeah. Park. I thought Absolutely. for a second you were gonna say you, but no, no, I I was I not. I mean, I was, don't get me wrong. I was people knew who I was. But it wasn't like Ito. Ito was on a whole different level because mm. Ito was like a, a chick magnet. He just got girls up the ass all the time. Like he had the whole, you know, Puerto Rican, Spanish, and all that. Like where mine wasn't wasn't there. You know what I'm saying? Like they yeah. had that edge, and we were all that little group. It was like a little group of of. It was me. It was me, Ito, Leo, uh, Josue, uh, Luis, uh, Burgos. Like we were always together And we were like This Puerto Rican group Except for Leo Leo was Mexican But like, we were all This little group You know Even I'll tell you what In my senior year We were so stupid I look at, I look back at it This is so like I don't want to say gay Because that's insensitive But it's like so stupid So like we're like well, We should all put our lockers Like together or whatever And then So I got the locker set Do you remember Do you remember In the lunchroom <laughs> When you would get out On that side On the gym side Yeah Okay So right in the middle door Right across There was like a set of Like four lockers like right across, right across there was a set of four lockers. I had one. I had one. So mm. we literally talked the four other chicks that were next to us to trade lockers with Ito and, and, and Josue and Leo. So we all had the same locker. I mean, I look back and I'm like, why the hell would we do that? I mean, that's oh, just, that's hilarious. Whatever. I mean, we don't need to, we're in the same school building. We don't need yeah, to have lockers it's, together. It's kind of weird, but whatever. Yeah. We would do stuff like that. I mean, we were just this little group and we took that picture. That picture of us pissing in the bath in the bathroom that we tried to get in the yearbook. I and do we, recall that, man. And we couldn't get it in. We even went to the principal. She was like, "Ah, oh, it's cool, but like, that was legendary. I just can't. I just that was can't. legendary. <laughs> that would have been awesome, man. Yes. That would have been awesome. It was you, Josue, Ito, and Leo, right? Yes. And then Lewis was taking the picture. Okay. And Lewis yeah, took. The I do recall that. I remember because Ito had my fuck. It was a jersey day. Cause we all had jerseys. We all had basketball jerseys. Okay, Ito yeah. had my my Kobe Bryant jersey. Oh, which man. I think he still has. Which I want back. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. Why do I feel like I've seen that picture though? You have seen that picture. It's on Facebook. It's on oh, Facebook. okay. Yeah, that picture's cold blooded. I had the. I, I took a picture of a picture because this was prior to I technology nowadays. Speaking of which, these yearbooks, man, like, golly, we had really bad technology. That's another thing. These yearbooks yeah, make yeah. me think back. Like, we saw a picture of a of computers in the background. Holy crap! Were those computers old compared to what we have now? It's well, crazy you know to think it of. It was Kelvin Park, so I'm pretty sure they weren't getting top, <laughs> top of the line computers at that we're, time. We sure as hell weren't getting Macs back then. No, no. Um, okay, I'm sorry. Keep going. So, you know, you got into the, you, you started getting into into Kelvin. Um, keep going. Yeah, I went through like a, an adaption phase, and I was at the same time admiring Ito. He was, uh, he was such a big inspiration to me and Josue as well. These guys, uh, I grew up with them. Um, very cool people. Yes, you know, definitely. very, very cool people. Um, and uh, yeah, a lot of the things I did back then were either inspired or um, influenced by them. You know, you know the uh, the music I listened to back then. That's was, what reggaeton was in. Uh, that. Reggaeton was in the peak. They introduced me to reggaeton. Me too. Yeah, and me too. Cause I, I, I didn't, I didn't like reggaeton too much. Um, too much in uh, when I was 
when I was younger. I was more into hip hop. Like I like Ludacris and Nelly and all those dudes. Eminem. Eminem. Are you serious? Stop. Come on, bro. Eminem's like the greatest rapper ever, bro. Um, And then when I got to high school, right, and I started hanging out with them, they're over here listening to Teo Calderon and Don Omar and Vico C and all these people. And I'm like, oh, this is lame. <laughs> and then I started listening to you see how girls start to dance to that shit. I'm like, oh, you know what? I changed my mind. It's all right. It's Not all that right. They, they introduced me to a lot of music, the reggaeton, bachata. When I first heard bachata, to me, it, it all sounded the same. I thought it was like a big old long never-ending song. I was like, damn, brother, all these songs sound the same. But then, you know, I got... That was I, the secret weapon, bro. Yes. Bachata's the secret weapon. Oh, yeah. Tell. To what exactly? To getting them chicks. Yeah. That's that's how you get them chicks. Learning how to dance, absolutely, man, does help. It does. Oh, that's I know. He's, that's he how you do it. He fancies himself a, Dude, a dancer. let me tell you. I don't fancy myself a dancer. Yeah, you do. Not anymore. It's fine. It's fine. I don't fancy myself a dancer. First of all, I haven't gone dancing in fucking years. Me neither. Since I was young. Okay, now when I was younger and I was in my clubbing days, that, like that's probably why I still have my little six pack and everything. I was going clubbing every fucking day. Green Dolphin. Shit. Green Dolphin. I used to go to Green Dolphin. Volcan. Volcan all the time. What else? What? I, you tell me. Transit. Seven twenty. Was that other one? Excalibur. You took me to? Mambo's, but that Mambo's. was that was shitty one. Excalibur was lit, man. That Bro, was that place was enormous the first time I ever went there. Bro, I, when I first turned twenty one, that was actually my first club. Really? Yeah. Seven twenty was, was my first. Freaking club. lit, dude! I was like, shit. I don't even know how many drinks I had that night. I don't remember. <laughs> I don't think a lot of us remember our 21. Man. Yeah. 20. <laughs> Those are dead brain cells there. Absolutely. Excalibur was crazy because, like, I, I always thought of Excalibur, like, you know, more of a, the upper class type club or whatever. Like, the, maybe, I, I think I went there, like, maybe twice. I think it's I'm Castle now, ain't it? Something like that. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe it's literally a castle now because, I mean, nobody goes clubbing anymore. You you can't. Um, I went with Ralphie. I want to say it was with Ralphie. Once and then I went with someone else a second time. Like that place is crazy to move around in. Like to find you, you find pathways to this balcony and a pathway over here and over. Bro, you could get lost in that fucking place. Yeah, it was bananas. And if I used to think seven, I'm not seven twenties. What was that place on on Milwaukee? Um, V Live. You ever go to V Live oh, back when it was open? Man, V Live was the spot. Brother, to me, V Live was the shit. Did you like V Live? Yeah. Bro, V Live was the fucking spot, okay? You would go there on a fucking Friday night, Saturday night, mm-hmm. and there was a floor for there was a floor for you. Okay? Maybe not you, because you no, like you me. like metal and rock. Maybe not you. <laughs> but me. for everybody else, there was a fucking floor. There was a floor for for, for the Mexicans because they had all the all the banda music and all that all that going on and you see them jumping around. And then they had the floor with the bachata and salsa and you had all that sexy shit going all that shit. Then you had the main floor that would play a little bit of everything. You had that hip hop room on one side, and you had that reggaeton. That reggaeton room, bro. Yeah, they had all yeah, the vibes. Bro. They, they had all the vibes. All that dry humping was going on in there, boy. No techno, huh? Nope. No. <laughs> nope. Sorry. None of the glow sticks and no, uh, none of that. None that of sounds that, more like Entourage. You know what? I never that, went to Entourage. Entourage, they got a lot of techno music. Well, the last time I went, they which had was a lot. when. Shit, How many that. years has it been? Ooh, yeah, good, good amount of time. Okay, so let's go back. High school, high school. So, what's your best memory there? Like, what do you remember the most? My uh, theatrical career. 
your theatrical career. Yes. Do we have a theatrical department in, in Cover Park? Yeah. Because um, like, your brother said he was he would do stuff in high school, right? Yeah, my brother, uh, step uh, stepbrother, he would do stuff like he'll he'll take part in some shows and uh, like like dance. I don't remember having a. I don't remember having a, like an acting department or anything. Yeah, we like had that. a drama club. Did we? We had a drama club, Where man. The fuck was I? Yeah, uh, led by uh, Mr. Tuggle. Oh yeah, you know what? Yeah. I do remember that the English teacher. Yeah, I remember yeah. Mr. Tuttle. I remember him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A little short dude. Yeah, you so... Right? Oh, all right. After I got over trying to be in the army, I wanted to try acting. Okay. So I tried acting, which was something totally different. My first play was uh, The Taming of the Shrew. Okay. And which, which is very crazy because I played... I, I, I came out in the very beginning, and I played a gay... Um, a gay pedestrian, pretty much. So I opened up the show... And uh, they loved me. That was the first time I ever got a taste of uh, acting was I played a gay pedestrian. Okay. And I opened up the show and, uh, you know, I got a round of applause. I got, got people to react and stand up and stuff. And I... Why don't I remember these things? I would have totally loved... If, like, okay, obviously now... No, not back then. Not back, Maybe no. not back then. I probably wasn't into it. But like now, dude, I would have loved to have done that shit. Oh, yeah, man. I did uh, I did. Well, obviously, three. I'm into acting now, but I'm just saying. Like, yeah. I, mean, I would totally love to. Yeah, and it's shit. interesting how you're into acting too now. I mean, I haven't, I haven't done the project since uh, August of 07. But um, when I was in high school, the first, uh, the first project I did was Taming of the Shrew made by Shakespeare. And, God, uh, fucking Shakespeare's so hard to fucking. Can you read that? Absolutely. Do you, do you like reading it? I I I swear to you, I can't. Like you, I've tried. Uncultured swine. Hold on, hold on. First of all, first of all, that English, because that that old that, English, that old English yeah. is, is so fucking hard. Like I kid you not. So I had when when I started taking acting classes. I'm sorry to cut you off. Um, when I started taking acting classes, they give you a lot of Shakespearean shit to do on stage, right? So one of them was like, uh, uh, damn it, what's that dude's name? I can't think of his name. Romeo? No. No. King Othello? Lear. Who? Othello? No. King Lear? No. Hamlet? Hamlet. It could have been Hamlet. Um, to be or not to be? No, but it was like, a, it, was, it, was a, uh, it wasn't Hamlet. It was like a king. What was the king's? What king, the king Arthur? No. King Lear. King Lear. King Lear. Is it King Lear? Yeah, you're right. I don't know. That's right. King Lear. Oh, whatever. So it was. It was the big, you know, Shakespearean thing. Um, so I go to the library and I get the book, right? <laughs> and I take the book home and I'm trying to read it. I can't make beans out of this, right? Yeah. Like I just, I, I think I'm reading it and I'm like, I'm not grasping it. I'm not grasping. So I had to go to the library and get the. Get the version that has like one page is the old Shakespearean version, and then the next page is the translation, the new, the new, the new English, the new English version of it. I'm like, that's the only way I could understand it because who the hell reads this shit? But then one of my favorite actors is really big on it, so like, I like Patrick Stewart. He's badass. That dude reads fucking fucking Shakespeare like it's fucking nothing, and I'm like, he he, this is the greatest writing in the world. I'm like, yeah, I remember. I remember being taught to exercise my tongue and, and, and mouth just to pronounce those words. I had a girl tell me that once too. <laughs> <laughs> so um, um, I was taught like, you know, before you read a script or whatever. <laughs> that sounded kind of messed up. But yeah. Um, mm. Okay. I'm sorry. It's go all ahead. good. <laughs> it's all good. Um they had me do like these weird exercises, man. They had me like go like stretch my mouth up all like to like, you know, open it all the way wide. You look like one of those Beetlejuice characters. Remember that part in the film? 
Bruh. She extends her mouth and shit. Yeah, it was just weird. I was just like, uh, okay, am I doing it right? No, I was just like, you know it, what? Man. Yeah, there's a lot to it. So you know, they I had to like, you know, like kind of like prepare myself that way, I guess. You know, so whatever. But I, you know, when I got into acting, it it uh took the shyness away. It took the shyness away because freshman year I was very, I was real shy. I was, I was a bashful kid. I wouldn't talk to anybody unless they spoke to me. You know, pretty much. So. When I got into acting, you know, not only did I learn how to, you know, just read scripts, it taught me how to talk better. You know what I'm saying? And that's, that's, what, made, that's what made me more comfortable. It does. Yeah, that's what made me more comfortable just dealing with people, you know, and interacting and stuff. I became more comfortable, you know, and not only in my own skin, but just, you know, just kind of exploring, you know, what, well, you know, just other people pretty much. And you're also a barber, so you, you communicate with a lot of people all the time. Oh, yeah. Which now, is really cool because if I'm assuming you, I mean, I know you have your certain clientele. Every barber has their certain clientele that they see all the time. Yes. But you also get your share of people you have no idea who, you're, who they are and you just meet them right there. Um, so that helps out with getting comfortable with people because yes. I had that problem. I still kind of have that problem now. And that's one of the reasons why I did all this. Um, my biggest problem, and I mean, I'm, I don't know if you would think I'm a I'm, I'm a <clears throat> shy person. I'm not a shy person per se. No, I am I am a nervous person, in my opinion. I'm, I I tend to get nervous for certain things, um, especially when I'm acting. So like if I'm in front of like if I go for an audition or whatever, that man, dude, I am like shaking like it's no tomorrow, right? Oh, yeah. And especially for like and if I'm on set doing something, I'm on, I'm shaking for the first whole take, like literally, like you could hear. If I was holding a microphone, you would hear it. You, you know what I'm saying Like that, yeah. that, that's the whole thing After that I get comfortable yeah. But like One of the reasons why I did this Was because I wanted to get comfortable You know Because auditioning This is basically what auditioning is You're talking to someone In front of a fucking camera Pretty much You know right. So why not get three cameras And get comfortable Why not right why not? So That's why I did it But it's crazy to think that you were you were in, in drama. I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, I was in the drama club for three years, <clears throat> sophomore year, junior year, and senior year. Okay. And I actually went pretty far with it, and I'm very proud of kind of re even reflecting back at it. Do you have any video of that? I do. I didn't bring it with me, but I do. Okay, you're going to have to let me see that. Yeah, I did. I, uh, I, I kind of, I, I like watching stuff like that. It's pretty cool. One of my highlights is, um, and I don't mean to be boastful, but, I'm, you know, just, just right. you know, in retrospect. Do what you um, do, man. I did Hamlet. I didn't have it at the Shakespeare. That is a hard ass fucking. That's hard, bro. Yes, I was. Um, I did it at the Shakespeare at the Shakespeare Theater in Navy Pier. Okay. So cool. yeah, it was a it was a whole. It was, applause for that. Thank you. Good job. Good job. Good job. Thank you very much. Enough of that. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm sorry. It's all good, man. Uh, yeah, I was uh, in front of a different uh, crowd. It was a big stage, you know, a whole arena, actually. Okay. Um, I don't even remember how many people there were, but uh, I do remember being really nervous for that one because I was Hamlet in a couple parts. So the way it worked is um, we swapped parts. I was Hamlet um, for like two scenes, and it, it was a different Hamlet for some other scenes. But the scenes that I took part in, I was kind of uh, in a sword fight, and I had to learn how to fence okay. in order in order to talk, pay, uh, partake in that sword fight at the oh, end. Shit. It went of the all play. out. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. I'll tell you what. Look, I, I'm I don't like to call myself an actor. I'm not. Um, well, I am. The thing is, okay. So I I keep getting told that once you sign with someone and you're represented, you're a professional actor. I don't consider myself a professional actor, but I I am signed with a with a, with a company and all that. Um, what you did to me is impressive, man. Because I would horribly suck 
<laughs> stage. Stage is the worst for me. And then people say, oh, it's the same thing. I, no. To me, I'm sorry. No, there, there's you don't no, got takes on yeah, the stage. Yeah, you don't got fucking takes on the stage. You got to be on point. You got to bring it at that moment every time on key every time mm. and live. it's it's li- yeah because you're you're fucking live you know what i'm saying yeah. live on smackdown you know what i'm saying yes, it's the whole yes, nine yes. yards like you gotta be on point and like i don't think i can do that like that's crazy i would love to take i mean i'm gonna start i'm gonna start taking some classes pretty soon and it's more stage oriented with the whole miser concept and the whole nine um and i and I'm, I'm looking forward to it but like stage scares the shit oh, out of me oh yeah that, you know uh, that shakespearean stage and they repaired was pretty scary because it was a big stage. A lot of uh, a lot of actors, you know, gone through there. has gone through there, and a lot of people, you know, even even the big even big folks that come up in there and they scout actors. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but I actually got scouted for um, Batman: The Dark Knight to be an extra. That's great. That's awesome. Yeah. I mean, didn't you guys know one of the clowns from the bank heist? So yeah, um, when I was working at uh, Oak Park River Forest, one of the janitors was actually a stunt guy. So yeah, he he was uh, actually in one of those uh, posters right next to uh, what's his face, Keith Your Ledger. Boy. Keith Ledger, uh, one of the greatest actors ever. The second best uh, Joker uh, of all we time. Can, we can debate that. I was actually in the same room with him at one point. Were you really? Yes, I was. That's incredible. Um, that's incredible. So in 07, August uh, 07, I was an extra for uh, the uh, movie Batman The Dark Knight. Okay. And uh, I also I remember being at lunch, and he just walks in his Joker outfit. Keith Ledger. Oh, because he was, yeah, he was like, he was, he was almost, uh, he was fucking, uh, what's that, what's the method? Uh Method acting. Method acting, yeah. right? So he would he would stay in character, like not stay in character. He wasn't as bad as like fucking. Uh, what's the other one? The one everybody doesn't like, Jared Leto. Jared Leto was sending fucking rats to fucking people and shit. He's a fucking idiot. <laughs> it's a real, a real method actor. <laughs> like legit, yeah, I guess. Yeah. yeah, he's literally sending dead rats to fucking his co his co stars. But um, that's crazy. I, I wish I would have been. Into acting at that time, bro. Like that would have been fucking amazing. Can I take a second to make you jealous? Go. Uh, kid I went to grammar school with, his pilot got picked up for CBS. That's great. Why would I? Why would I? Michael be Stahl, David, Good Sam. Why would I be jealous? I don't know. I'm not jealous of people. That no, I'm successful. just saying. I mean, his 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 brother his brother just got a commercial <laughs> recently for for the fire thing, right? For the yes, fire thing. Yes. He he just got a he just got a nationwide. I'm, that's awesome. What's dude? the fire thing? I told him he looks like the Latin Denzel. He looks great. He's uh yeah. he's basically it's like a safety it's like a uh, like a fi- like a smoke alarm fa- safety commercial type thing. I mean, it's great that he got it. That's fucking awesome. Like, and I didn't even know he was really into that because I remember him obviously from school and then from my. I played a lot of basketball with him. Um, Did you? Yeah, I played. I played a lot of basketball with him. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't know about this. Um, fucking. Uh, I didn't know he was into acting until I saw him. We went to go shoot a a little scene out in in Indiana together, and I'm like, hey, what the fuck? Like, you're going over there too? Because it was like a whole Hispanic thing. Um, but yeah, man, like that's. Fucking awesome that he gets. I don't get jealous of people that do um, shit. You know, I'm kidding. I don't get jealous. You know what? You know what really got me? I don't get jealous. I get. I get upset. I get upset when I don't get something, and of when course. I don't land a gig, and then when I watch the fucking show, and it's a guy who looks just fucking like me. That pisses me off, okay. and who doesn't do it better than me, or or, or like, and I understand the business, right? Because the business is basically, they're looking for a particular person. 
right? They didn't pick you. Be, they didn't. Okay, how do I say? They did not not pick you because you know you didn't do well or whatever. Mm. They probably didn't pick you because you're too tall or you're too light skinned or so they have or a whatever. look in mind. Right, it's all about a look, right? They're looking for a specific person. So like, you can't take denial, you know, offensively, right? Because you you got to kind of get over it because yeah, it wasn't because you didn't do a good job. It's business, right? So like the one the one gig that I that I almost got the one for Chicago PD. The one I really fucking wanted. I really fucking wanted it. And I was, I got a, I got a fucking um, availability check from my agent, which basically means that you're one of the last people that they're looking at. Mm-hmm. Right. So I got an availability check and then last minute they called me and they're like, oh, we're going to release you. They pick somebody else. Cool. I have no problem with that. Right. Then I go watch the show and it's a guy and he looks just fucking like me. Like my sister was like, brother, he looks just like you. And he didn't do it any better than me. Or any worse, I guess, you know, but it kind of upset me. He's that's the one you showed me, right? Yeah, and it upset me. They might have been a little knickknack in there, but I mean, it could have been like, okay, we didn't want a Hispanic because I don't think he was Hispanic. I don't think the guy who they picked was Hispanic. Like Middle East, yeah, he was like Middle Eastern or whatever. And maybe that's what they wanted, and that's okay. I mean, we have to get over that, right? Obviously, we're upset, but we can't take that personally because it's just the business. The mere fact to me that they looked at me and they said, maybe we can use him. That kind of like turns on the light bulb. Oh, That's why I do all this shit. That's why I do my own short. That's why I do all this bullshit. Cause dude, like you have to kind of go for shit sometimes. Absolutely. You, know, you kind of got to go for broke, you know, yeah, especially in the acting world because you know, Oh, I'm sorry. You you're, got, you you're, you're worse than Rafi, bro. You've been bumping into that thing, boy. <laughs> yeah, I like know. I'm a little, you're, a little fine, clumsy. You're, you're good. You're good. You know, it's, it's almost, it's actually a starving art. You know what I'm saying? You got to look for opportunities. You got to see what's out there. And actually, you know what I'm saying? Put you yourself out there. At the you got to go for it, Absolutely. though. Absolutely. That's the thing. I, I wish, I wish that was me. I'm sorry. That one was me. Um, sometimes I wish that I would have gotten into it younger, obviously, but I wasn't really like into it. I About guess. that. Yeah. You know, that, that wasn't my forte. I didn't look at movies and say, man, this, this guy really did a good job. You know, I wasn't like that when I was younger. Um, now it's just like, part of me, I don't know. It's weird. Like I haven't, I haven't really got anything great. Any, I haven't got booked for anything great. But it's like, I don't know how to feel about it. Mm. If that makes any sense. Like I don't know if, if like I, I recently had a class. I did a class, an online class with, uh, with an actor, who or two actors. Um, one of them's bigger than the other, obviously. And the bigger one, he's done. He's been on Avengers. He's been. I mean, nothing major. They have. He, he wasn't like. Thanos or anything right but I mean obviously he's been on the film right on a lot of films he's been like in a hundred and something films and he had a scene with Tom Hanks I think I told you about it yeah um, he had a scene with Tom Hanks and Sully and Sully right Sully the airplane movie and to the, the mere thought that this man had a scene with Tom Hanks to me makes him like whoo he's upperclassman you know what I'm saying yeah um, and uh, recently I had a class with him I took a class with him whatever and um, really good class about uh, actioning Right, a whole different topic. Um, so he's on Facebook. He actually added me, um, and I told him if he would look at our short, which I thought was really cool. So he actually took the time to look at the short. So I sent him the link to the the short film that I'm working on, and he gave me a really good feedback. He was like, "Dude, this is pretty damn good. Like, it's actually really good for a fucking film that me, John, we've worked on. Whatever. Like, this is nothing that this is something that we just came up with out of nowhere, and it looks really good. It was acted pretty well. I'm like, dude, that that's such that makes me want to 
keep going forward. Absolutely, you know motivation. Like, yeah, that's crazy to me. Like to, for an actual actor who's actually in the business, who actually yeah. does this shit for a living, to come back and say, "Hey, you guys did really good for 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 what you guys have available to you and the tech, you know the, the equipment you guys have. It looks really fucking good." I'm like, "Fuck." Validation from the right people goes a long way. I cannot stress that enough. Validation I mean, from the right people. That's the truth. Yeah, absolutely. And like absolutely. when we did, when me and your brother did that scene in, in Indiana, right? Um, I think, I don't know if he was there. Jordan? Yeah, Jordan. I don't know if he was there. He might have left. So I had a, I had a little more than he did okay. that day. Excuse me. Um, I had like a, like a five line thing. Okay. Um, basically, I got my ass kicked and uh, I get killed. I can um, see that. I seen that. I seen that. I seen that. It was actually really good. Um, really good acting. So a fucking, um, I did it, and then later on, a bunch of the p- actors that were there, you know, were adding me on Facebook, obviously, because you want to make a community, right? And some of the ones that were off, off watching, were writing to me like, "Man, you did really, really well." And I'm like, "Really? You think so?" Like, like, yeah, bro. You you could see it. And even the guy I had the scene with, who who's been on Chicago PD, he's not obviously he's not that big, but he's done some stuff. And he was like, dude, I, I I, know when I see someone who can do it. Mm. Like, that's crazy to think of. Like, people that do it, like, they, when they tell you, you, you have glimpses of it. You know, it's always been like my basketball fucking career. My so basketball there. career has always been like, you have glimpses of being great. You just don't play defense. You just don't play defense. You don't jump for rebounds. <laughs> There's something there, bro. There's something I'm, I'm hoping there is, man. I mean, I, and I don't want to be a, a fucking, like, my goal is not to be a fucking millionaire or anything like that my goal is to do something that i enjoy absolutely i think everybody has that goal right absolutely that's that's how i live that's how so what are you barber so you're a barber okay let's go to that because i feel like we're talking so much about what i like to talk about um so you're a barber yes you cut hair yes um how long have you been doing it how'd you learn what you what made you want to do it um yeah man that's actually uh man that's actually a long story but i'm gonna cut it a little short we got time. We, we got, got time. time. Don't worry about it. We got time. Okay. Got time. Go ahead. Cool. Go ahead. Um, man, I used to I used to get my hair cut, you know, at a barber shop, just like everybody else at one point. You know what I mean? And I used to go to Betty's and Nick's on uh, Kimball Montrose. Oh, I used to go there too. Yeah. Did you used to go to a guy named Tom? No, I used to go uh, to a guy named Red. Oh, okay, okay, okay. He was an Irish dude. I remember that one. And he had a beard like this big. Before beards were popping like that, this guy had a red beard that came out down to here, and he had a red pushback. He was Irish, you know. Uh, blue eyes, you know what I'm saying? Like, just Beko. So I'm like, man, this guy's an Irish motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, man, you know, fuck it, let me try him. So, uh, yeah, you know, I gave him a try or whatever. And, man, he hooked me up. Like, this guy literally changed my life. He gave me my first lining, my first blowout. And, man, I, I, even the way the way people treated me was different after that haircut by him. <laughs> really? Seriously. That, the girls the girls that didn't talk to me back then would talk to you? Would talk to me after I had that haircut. Hey, that works. Yeah, so I was like, man, you know, there's... So the opposite happens when you go bald. <laughs> right? So you had the haircut back then and people uh, would talk to you then when you go fucking bald. No way fucking talk to you motherfuckers. Yeah, at the time, I'm like 13, 12, and I'm like, man, you know what I'm saying? I'm like, man, I got this, you know, this Beatles haircut. I had like... I had like long hair that went down to here, and I had like square sideburns. It was just walking around. Ridiculous. Nothing wrong with that. I had the same. Yeah, thing. he had the same. Yeah. Yeah. Thing. You guys can relate. A sweet yeah. mushroom. Yeah, freshman bro. year, I had that shit for years, bro. Freshman year, I had spikes, and then I cut my hair short. I feel like I remember that. Yeah, I had the spikes. Holy crap! Yeah, and then I was I was uh, combing my hair down afterwards. The other uh, Anuel. 
Okay. I had it before, you know. Oh, yeah, it actually became popular. Godly. Yeah. Oh my God, it's, it's crazy to think back. Yeah, I had a small taper, and I used to get it red. Used to do all my haircuts up until 2015. It was a military ball. You remember the military balls? I never went to one because I was in our. I was a part of ROTC. But Ethan would tell me. Ethan yeah. would go to every military ball yeah. with like six chicks. Well, he actually he was there. I remember. Uh, red wasn't at Betty's Knicks anymore the day before military ball my freshman year. Okay, and uh, that was probably like a panic. Panic moment right it there, was. Right? Like, it oh was. shit! Where the fuck am I gonna go now? I'm like, man, where's Red? They weren't trying to tell me. The bar, the people in the barbershop was like, man, just go to her, just go to her. You know, somebody else. You know what I'm saying? We'll keep you in the house. I'm like, man, whatever. So I tried this one chick. She, man, left me looking like Harry Potter, bro. I was like, man, what the fuck is this? <laughs> like, and I looked at myself in the mirror, and I was just so unpleased. And Ito, Ito was there. He Did you was pay like, for that. Man, I paid for it, but I didn't tip her. Okay. Pay for it. You know what I'm saying? Back then, the five, the, the the haircuts were five bucks, so she just got the flat. Isn't it still five, five bucks, bucks now? I know. I feel I, like it should still be five bucks. No, I, I think know. I think they charge ten now. Oh, they're moving on up. Yeah, they're moving on up. And their now. quality better go up too. What the oh fuck? my goodness! I doubt it. Yeah, me too. You didn't go to Betty's and fucking Nick's. Never. You would go to. You never went. You cut your own name here. Half the time, yeah, I do. Who cuts your hair now? I don't know that David Diaz is floating around somewhere. He's do you know who David Diaz is? Berwin. Boxer? No, 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 no. He's a he's a he's a barber. Although I know he like went to Kelvin Park. I, no, actually, I don't think I don't think I've. No, I did he go to Kelvin Park? Yeah, he went. He to did. Kelvin he Park. Maybe if I seen his face and I recognize him, I feel like because he's a very no, no, popular. No, no, no. He's a very popular. Uh, he was probably gone because he was in no, my. No, yes, my yeah, because he was he was older than us. But he's a very popular barber. Barber, like a lot of people know who he is. That's what's up. But uh, I remember the days. I just I, he's, he's like be, legit. He's like yeah. He's legit. like he would travel. He he would travel to fucking shit on his Instagram. He post traveling, you know, haircut oh. shows in the whole nine yard. Nice. Um, he's actually he said he wants to be on the show. So we're gonna get him on here shows. too. We're gonna get him on here. We're gonna get him too. Um, where was I going with this? Um, I'm, it's like the, my memories of uh, David Diaz. My memories Barb. of getting a getting a haircut are kind of no <laughs> coming back. You got no hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Continue. So, yeah, you know, they weren't trying to tell me where Red was. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, man, where's Red? They're like, man, Red's not, no longer with us. You know, he doesn't work here anymore. You know, yada, yada, yada. I'm like, okay, where is he? And they were trying to tell me. They're like, we don't know. So I'm like, oh, man, whatever. So I needed a haircut because the next, the following day was a military ball. So I'm like, oh, man, whatever. To a high schooler, that's the most important day of the year. Man. Yes. That and prom was like. Yes. So, man, she had one blowout higher than the other. <laughs> I was like, man, what is she doing? Like, well, the right side was up. The, the left side was, like, lower. I'm like, oh, no. So, in that moment, you know, I told myself, I'm like, man, I could do better than this bitch. Like, she <laughs> fucked my hair up so bad. I was just like, man, you know what? I'm going to Walgreens, and I'm going to get myself a pair of clippers. So, I got myself a pair of Con Airs that were, like, 25 bucks. And you made it happen. I made it happen, bro. Like... And look how much money you saved already. Oh, man. Good luck. Can you imagine how much money you saved? Yeah, I remember. Imagine. Shit, bro. Yeah. So what, that, what'd you do? You just went at it? Like, or I just you, went you at it. You actually looked up. Oh, well, did we have YouTube at the time? No, we did not. I did See, not. YouTube would have been oh, like, awesome at the time, at least. Yeah, I did not go on YouTube to uh, cut my hair. I actually kind of remember, and I kind of mimicked his motion with the hand that, you know, 
So you're good at that. Then. Yeah, I'm you're good, good at that. You're, you're a visual learner. Yes, I'm. Yeah, a I'm kind of the same way. John, are you a visual learner? Probably not. I can read. I can read. <laughs> yeah, he had a motion, you know what I'm saying, which was very smooth. And I try to mimic it the best I can. So I kind of face myself, you know, towards the mirror and stuff. And I was just like, you know, just working and working. And then sure enough, it looked better than what that female did to my hair. You know, I was like. And then you started a career from it. Yeah, I started little by little. You know, it's, it's happened so gradually. From there, from there on on, I did my own linings. I didn't trust no barbers because I didn't think at that point nobody could cut like red. I'm like, man, this guy was, you know, the best barber ever, you know, whatever. Which I thought, you know, man, I, I really believed it. But then, you know, I later on found out, as you know, as my career went on, that there's other good barbers. But man, at the time, I didn't know too much, too many barbers. So he was like the main one for me. Okay. So anyway, man, he cut my hair. I'd say for like a good three years. And then that happened. And then I started cutting my own hair. I did my tapers. I used to go on my sides, you know, take the straight razor, kind of cur make the curve right here. God, I remember those days. Yeah. <laughs> I remember those days. The curve right here. Happened. Yeah, you going to town on your eyebrows. I don't go to town on my eyebrows. <laughs> Fuck yeah, you. I went to town on my eyebrows, bro. I, I went to town when I had Spock eyebrows. <laughs> <laughs> Zachary Quinto. You remember? Okay. I had eyebrows like fucking Spock for a little while. I was Oof. fucking crazy. Yeah. But um, that's crazy, man. I mean, I, I mean, I didn't even know you were really into it until I mean, I thought. I mean, obviously, we became friends on Facebook and all that. And obviously, you know, you tend to realize things more about people than what they do. Um, but it's it, it's barbering is one of those weird things. Like, I don't know how you would get into. It. Like, my cousin. I also have a cousin in Florida, in Florida, in Puerto, in Puerto Rico, who cuts hair. I also have one in, in Florida who cuts hair. And to me, it's just like, how do you guys, like, I mean, I've looked at, like, especially during the lockout, right? Because I called you for, for my beard. Yes. Right? And I'm like, bro, I need to get my beard something, because what the fuck? Mm. Like, I even, I almost wanted to call John to try to fuck it, because John cuts his own hair. <laughs> okay. I'm like, John, come and fix my beard up or something. Like, what the fuck? Um, I would watch videos and try to do my stuff. I would never. That's like the, the scariest feeling. To try to do your own beard or your own haircut, like that's the scariest thing. You got in the wispy world. shit like me. You don't even give a fuck. You just yeah, cut it right that's off. You, bro. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> that's you. And then you messed up on your kids that one time and you shaved them bald. Oh yeah. He looks <laughs> he looks like a Buddhist monk after I was done with them. <laughs> oh my god. So okay, so what's your worst worst experience with a customer? What, 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 oh, give me a give me a horror story. Give me a horror you, story. A horror story? I'll tell you. Yeah, or have you ever fucked up someone? Like, have you really like? Sure, yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, you're a barber, so let's, let's 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 say secrets of a barber, right? Do you ever look at someone's head and be like, "Fuck, hell yeah!" <laughs> what the fuck am I supposed to do with this, bro? I had this one guy, man. He had a a, a head like shaped like a box. Like, no matter what you do, like this guy would look like fucking Frankenstein. Holy shit, bro! You give him a fade, it looks like a flat top. You give him a blowout, it looks like a flat top. Like, no matter what you did to this man, his hair was just box. I was like, man, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> this guy's just, you know, it's just, they don't matter. No matter how you cut it, it looks the same. Okay, so let me ask, let me ask you another one then. So if, if, um, if you have a customer who comes to you often. Okay. And you know, and you, how much do you charge? Roughly? I charge uh, 25 a haircut. $25 a haircut. Yes. So let's say it's $25 and he only tips you like two bucks. Okay. And you know this is constant, right? <clears throat> do, you, do you, have you ever purposely messed somebody up? No, isn't there like a barber's uh, code? There's a barber's code. Like, yeah, there's a barber's code. Man, I haven't personally uh, messed somebody up or purposely, but I did play in somebody's head. How? 
Okay, so this is one dude I get, you know what I'm saying? He's all bald head. But before I, you know, shave him completely bald, just to make the other barbers laugh, I'll draw dicks on his head. <laughs> <laughs> and he never knows. But I draw dicks on his head. That's fucked up. It's man. super fucked up. <laughs> That's fucked up. And hey, what's his name? Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, I, I never, I mean, don't get me wrong. I, I've always tried to tip when I can, obviously. I mean, I don't He's do, not, I don't, I don't, this I, guy isn't big on tipping. You know what's crazy? Like you, you know what's crazy is like, I, I have to pay $20 for a beard, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, and to, to think of it, it's just a beard, right? I mean, it's not like yeah. you would think it'd be cheaper. I mean, if you go back in the day, obviously, shit's more expensive yeah. now. Yeah. But um, it's crazy because I remember, I remember getting. When I first started getting, uh, when I was a kid, I used to have longer hair. I had a pushback like my father. My father wanted me to look just like him. Um, you remember, right, John? Yeah. You remember. <laughs> yeah. I had this pushback that this, this lady would, you know, cut my hair or whatever. Um, when I got to high school, I started going to high school with Manolo and before Manolo had, you know, left or whatever. And um, he started taking me to David. And David, like, cut my hair short. He gave me a fade. And David, David's a, you know, really, you know, known barber or whatever yeah. um that's when i started getting and a haircut makes you confident bro absolutely don't get me fucking wrong because i mean when i started getting a fade and i started getting intenser from girls and all this crap dude that was the game changer because when i went to high school when i went to high school i left my my bubble cheek nickname from grammar school behind you know girls started talking to me or whatever and the whole flaco nickname came in and i you know i thought i was i didn't think i was hot shit but like yeah, you did. I was getting I was getting checks, bro. What you want me to tell you? I was getting checks. Um, and then the same thing before, obviously, before I lost my fucking hair. Before I lost my fucking hair, I was at Borgang all the fucking time and whatever. And then age of 22 came around and yeah. 22, really? Yeah, 22 that years fucking, old, bro. Yeah. That's, not, that's not cool. But like I was saying before the show started, there was this kid in high school. I was like in freshman, sophomore year. He was already bald. Damn. So... But then I had kids. I remember in high school. Okay, now mind you, this guy he's in jail right now. <laughs> so I have, a, I have. He wasn't. Well, he was my friend in grammar school. Mm. He did something really fucking stupid. We won't talk about that right now because, you know, whatever. Um, he had a mustache and a beard when we were eighth graders because he was Jeez. he was dating. He was a. Uh, I don't want to say he was dating. Who dates at eighth grade, right? Yeah. Um, he was like boyfriend girlfriend with my best friend. I think we talked about you know a long time ago on on, on the show about. Um, he looked. He had the mustache and a beard and the whole nine and eight fucking great. And I'm over here like, uh, one. I had whiskers in eighth grade, dude. Dude, I didn't have shit. I didn't have a beard. I didn't have a beard until I was like maybe 26 where I could actually like line it up. Yeah, I remember you used to walk around with the half goatee. Yeah, yeah, I used to have, bro, I used to. Or then I used to have like, I just found out, you know how Facebook, Facebook loves to throw embarrassing memories at you, right? Every other day there's a memory in there. Hmm, one of them was like me at Walmart. Ago. Went to me in Walmart and I had that pencil thin douchebag thing. Jeez. Oh my god! Like I'm like, bro, how who the hell let me out the house like that? Oh, and with yeah. the Spock eyebrows. Oh man! Yikes! Like, come on, man! Don't be surprised if that beer makes a comeback. A the, lot the of pencil thin. The pencil, the pencil thin, thin beer. Oh, Don't be surprised. Did you ever watch? Did you ever watch American Chopper? American? No. You, ever, you watch American Chopper? Yeah. You, you know Polly, right? The the yeah. kid. So the kid when he was younger. Dude, his beard, <laughs> I don't even want to call it a beard. So he would line it up, and I guess because he had like a double chin type thing. So like his his, his lining would come down to like here. 
Oh. And come up to, to the rest of his. I'm like, bro, who, who, what the hell? You're on a fucking TV show. Where's your makeup artist? Like, tell this man, dude, you shouldn't probably be on camera like that. <laughs> that was the thing, man. <laughs> like, come on, bro. Come on, bro. I mean, his dad had that badass goatee, remember? Mm. Had that big, long ass white goatee that he had the whole year. But, um, bro, hair, hair was a big, hair is a big thing. Absolutely, it's man. A confidence thing. Yes. Uh, John, you got confidence in your hair right now? I, I do. I got a full head of hair. Because you have a hat on. <laughs> fucking <side. laughs> Apparently, everybody wants to see your full head of hair because uh, Rafi, Rafi was who? here last week saying, oh, uh, does he really have hair underneath that hat? I will show him off camera that I actually do <laughs> Why off hair? camera? He's not here right now, so <laughs> what does it matter? How about, you come to, how, come, how, how about you come to work one day with your hair fucking combed? Be nice. Nah. It's a, whole, a little different uh, look for you there. I'll show him off camera. <laughs> I'm pretty... sorry. We just go off tangents. I'm sorry. Um, barber, you're cutting hair. So what do you do? You still cutting hair now? Yes. I've where been do, cutting where do you hair. work at? I work at Hoops Next Barbershop. By, okay. Uh, Logan Square uh, neighborhood. Borderline Bucktown. But it's still Logan Square. I thought you were working at that one shop. Remember that one? I went there once. It was on oh, like VIPs? Armitage. It was on Armitage and... Albany? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was, uh, that was VIPs. Um, I was working there for a very short period of time because uh, there was no traffic there. It was like a graveyard. It's very dead okay. inside that barbershop. The people were nice. I had no problem with them, you know, personally. But on a business standpoint, you know, it just wasn't working for me. Hey, business is everything. Right? Yeah, business. Yeah, you know, and I needed, you know, I was younger, but at the same time, I was hungry. And I was just like, man, there's just more. So uh, I got a call from Hector's barbershop at that point. Before it turned into who's next, Hector himself called me. He's like, hey, man. You want to come to the other side? And I'm like, sure, man. You know, I'm ready, willing, and able. You just let me know when. So a week after the time he called me, you know, I'm, you know, I'm working in his barbershop. And, uh, you know, it's a, it was a different atmosphere, and it was more me because the, the, there was more traffic. It was more business, and you know it was more money. Absolutely, more money at the same time. So that's what's fucking important, right? Yeah. At the end of the day, you know what I'm saying? It's uh, that's what matters, you know. Especially, I mean, we all love what we do, but it, it, it's great when we get compensated for it, right? Absolutely. You know, man. that's the point, right? Yeah, all that. I mean, I don't, I don't do any like. I mean, I, I work a regular nine to five, and I mean, not nine to five, seven to three or whatever the fuck. I mean. I wouldn't do it for fucking free. Absolutely not. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, that I guess that's the difference between something you love and just a fucking job. John, you, you have something you, you do what you love, John? Huh? <laughs> you said what? <laughs> do you love your job, John? I, I, what I do, I do well. Do you want, but me, to, I, you want I me to bleep it up? I don't fucking love you it. it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to, what? That place. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no man, I mean that's great. That you, you you enjoy what you do, which is which is the point, right? Sometimes it's a job. Sometimes I like it. You know, like sometimes I like it more days than others. You know what I mean? Because I'm I'm human, and sometimes I just get tired. You know, not only of you know just doing the same thing, but just you know it makes my mind tired at times. And sometimes I I need a, a mental break. I'll just be like, man, you know you're what? Burnt out. Yeah, I'll be burnt you're out. Burnt out. You, you're, only... you're wearing a wrestling shirt. I'm assuming you know that you know the term burnt out, right? Yes. I mean, a lot of when you do something so much, like uh, at, at any job, at any job, you get burnt out. Like right now, I'm burnt out of my job. I need a fucking vacation. Absolutely. I need a fucking vacation. I'm not gonna take one until July, but whatever. Everybody needs a break. 
I'm assuming, you know, it's just, you can't do the no, same thing right. all the time. It's just well, annoying. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. You run into different things every day, you know, people you don't like, people you like, people you, whatever, problems here, problems there. You always need some time off, you Absolutely. Know? Or at least on your time off, do something else, you know? Yeah. So every time I take a break from work, I just smoke a blunt, you know, go back, kind of take myself, you know what I'm I saying? I saw you with the marijuana socks. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Absolutely, man. I like wrestling, weed. You like man. wrestling right now? Um, right now I'm not a mm, nah. No, no. Do you still watch it? I still watch like the older clips. I go on the WWE network. And you and watch all the older stuff. I watch the older stuff. Do you see the stupid shit they did now that they censored it now? Oh, did you see gosh. that? Have you noticed that? Yeah, I have. They're like that. they don't show chair shots or anything. I think I told you about yeah, it. Yeah, like, yeah. They don't show fucking chair shots and shit. Like, what's the fucking point? Come on. I'm not gonna pay fucking a a subscription for the network, and then you're not gonna let me see the Rock hit Stone Cold with a fucking chair. Yeah, wrestling is like. Violent by default Fuck I don't get like, it Like come on man Like yeah. come on like, Seriously um, Speaking of Like I said wrestling Wrestling's you know Kind of stupid now. Yeah <laughs> It's just so yeah, fucking stupid corny. Sometimes I try to watch it um, You know it's actually not bad AEW's not bad AEW is not bad I actually went to an AEW show About a year and a half ago And I all loved or, it all, uh, all or nothing um, it wasn't an all or nothing. It was a dynamite on TNT. It was dynamite. Yeah, it was dynamite. How was that? Oh man, it was awesome. It was better than the dynamite. Uh, the it was better than the Monday Night Raw I went to like a year prior to that. So I, I went. Uh, I went to the show, and uh, Chris Jericho comes out, and because he's still a thing. Yeah, he's still he needs a, to fucking retire. I'm sorry, right. he needs to retire. He, I think he's dope. I think I, he's, I, dope. I, he's dope. Don't get me wrong, he's a legend, right? He's yes. he's he's a short ballot Hall of Famer, whatever the WWF Hall of Fame means, but whatever. Um, he's a short ballot Hall of Famer. He's got a, he has an amazing fucking career, but dude, do you want to fucking die in the <laughs> ring? Like that's the thing about wrestlers. Like, wrestlers don't know when to fucking retire. Oh, yeah. Those guys chase like, the dude, glory days. Leave it alone. You don't need... You have nothing else to prove. Chris Jericho especially. Chris Jericho has nothing else to prove. He was a... He was a... Underappreciated talent in WCW. Yes. He went to WWF. And he proved that he can be a small guy in big-time matches. Okay? What else do you need to prove? He's got that. Why he's do you got need... the gift of gab. He can talk. Yeah, he can talk. Yeah, his microphone. He's a, and yeah. he's great. I think the the best thing I ever saw, the best thing I ever I ever seen him, I swear, was The Rock and him when they were making fun of Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, and like he shows a, he shows a picture of Stephanie McMahon before she had a boob job, and, and then he goes, <laughs> "Oh, our our billion dollar princess has sure grown this last year or whatever because oh. she had a boob job." Like it's it's amazing. Like he's an amazing character. And then I I I read recently he he like fell off the some. Some cage or whatever, and everybody saw that there was yeah. it was padded underneath or whatever, and it was pissed off. I'm like, dude, you don't have to be jumping yeah, off cages yeah, anymore, yeah. bro. Yeah. It's okay. We all know how it's gonna end. We're a broken neck. He's like his the late 40s or something like that, he's right? Old already. I mean, I'm, I don't want to say he's he old. He might be in his 50s already. Ooh. He's not super old, but I'm I, I, granted. I mean, Ric Flair was wrestling like 10 years ago. Right and Ric Flair is old as fuck. Oh, he's a, he's old as fuck. a little over know. ten years. Yeah, I, I yeah. want to say a little over ten years ago he was probably still wrestling. But I mean, wrestlers are one of those rare groups of people that don't want to let go. Like, yeah. let it go. Do you understand that the older you get, the more chances. Like, Edge is still fucking wrestling. Guy's forty six, forty seven. Why? Yeah. Why are you wrestling? He just he had neck fusion surgery and you're fucking wrestling. Why? I guess it's the love for the business. 
I understand that. Yeah. But your health is a little more important than that. Oh, my God. You don't yeah. understand. It's like you and basketball. You shouldn't be playing basketball anymore. Why not? I'm still, I You're can a still. Fucking cripple. I'm, I'm only, th- I'm in my 30s. Yeah. If I was in my 50s and you tell me, sure, you shouldn't be playing anymore, then I would listen to you. But imagine if you were getting paid to do it. You'd try to do it for as long as you possibly can. I, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I don't you know. Would. When I don't know. Course. I mean, how much money do you need? It's almost like Apparently that Mayweather. It's almost like that Mayweather. That Mayweather argument. Like, why is he still fighting? Ugh. How much money do you think he probably has? Why are you fighting? Why risk? Why risk losing your perfect record? Why risk? Even though it's a minimal risk. Yeah. Why risk? Why risk it at all and getting hurt at any point? Like, imagine, imagine he comes out and fucking takes one one little jab or whatever. He tries to bounce back and he fucking tears his ACL. For what? I mean, for a couple million? Sure, he's got medical insurance. He'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> you, but you get what I'm saying. Like, yeah, I, and, yeah. and wrestling again is one of those, one of those, one of those fucking careers where the wrestlers, if you notice, a lot of them are old and they're still fucking doing it. Hulk Hogan was doing it for how fucking long? Oh gosh, yeah. I think he got two fake hips or something like that. Dude, yeah. I mean, when he wrestled the Rock, he had just gotten a fucking hip replacement or whatever. Like even uh, the fucking Undertaker. Like the Undertaker just retired. Like, dude, you should have re- you should have retired like five years yeah, ago. Yeah. On his on his last match, I was like, man, this guy's gonna become the dead man for real. Like, yeah, he's, yeah they want to die in there. Dude, yeah. They want to die in there. Like, let it go, Jeff. Uh, Jeff Hardy's another one. Like, come on, bro. Like, when when the company is. Literally proving that they're they're protecting you, like they're protecting you, like giving you a bunch of bums to wrestle yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. They get it's time to go. It's yeah. time to go. They even have a, a, a no contact list, uh, meaning like when they have a wrestler who's like had previous injuries or is older, you know what I'm saying? You can't touch them. You can't yeah, touch them. Yeah, you yeah. can't take a bump. You can't you can't touch them. You gotta let it, at, at that point. I'm sorry. You gotta let it go. Yeah, you gotta, gotta let it go, it. man. I mean, it's too much. I mean, your 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 legacy is cemented, right? Chris Jericho, Jeff, uh, Jeff Hardy, all these, even like, you know who I saw the other day that was like, I'm like, man, he looks old already. Um, fucking, um, Randy Orton, Randy oh, Orton. Yeah. I'm like, damn, bro, you look old. I remember when you first got here, bro. Bro, he came like, in was, 02. Like, I remember that, that fucking, that classic rock and, and because the rock has so many fucking great fucking, I know you hate the rock. You oh, hate them. Look at, yeah. look at his fucking face. You fucking hate the rock. was my favorite wrestler for the longest time. He was my fucking favorite wrestler. Yeah, hell but like yeah. When, when he makes fun of Randy Orton and uh, he tells him, uh, I, I remember you and you were with your finger in your nose and, and I was talking and I was like, yeah, Mr. Orton, you know, I'm going to whoop your, your son's ass one of these days or whatever. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know, like he looked old to me and I'm like, dude, I remember when you first started. Like imagine someone who was Edge, for example, uh-huh. Edge was there prior by a good amount of margin than Randy Orton, and Randy Orton looks old to me. What the fuck does Edge look like to me? Him and Christian are both fucking still wrestling. Christian is wrestling in AEW. Edge was what, like ninety eight, ninety nine? Yeah, bro, when they first fucking popped into the scene when they were part of the Brood. The Brood. <laughs> oh, with Gangrel. Oh, that was cool, bro. That was a cool, and, and their theme music was awesome. With them fucking spitting the blood in the fucking the yeah. steps and all that. That was oh, dope. yeah, that the, was dope. The theme, like my favorite part of that group was their theme music, man. It was so damn lit, dude. Bro, wrestling. You know, we don't have factions like that anymore. No, we don't, man. Like DX, fucking the Brood, the Nation, the Nation, the Domination. Like we had NWO, NWO, LWO. LWO. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? We had so many fucking the, the acolytes, the, the acolytes. Or or AEP APA. APA I'm sorry APA 
Those were dope, bro. Like, we don't have that no more, bro. It's fucking ridiculous. Now, now we have a bunch of fucking clowns. It feels like a kid show. Around. It feels like a kid show. It is me. a fucking kid show yeah. because John Cena fucked it up for everybody. Yeah. And now John Cena's going to fight Vin Diesel. That's great. Because uh, that looks so good. Fast and the Furious. Mm. Oh, he looks like God. Vin Diesel. He looks like fucking Ernest. <laughs> he looks horrible. I, I'm sorry. I mean, more power to him. Obviously, he's, he's, he's an actor and he's doing his thing. But here's my question. I've always asked this about certain people. Would John Cena be as popular of an actor right now if he wasn't a wrestler? Hell no. I say no, but that's just me. I don't think he would be that good of... I don't think no one would pay to go see John Cena if John Cena would have never went through the WWF. Yeah, I don't think so either. And I'm I, I would, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty confident with saying the same thing about The Rock. But The Rock is a little more charismatic, charismatic yes. than John Cena is. I don't think The Rock would be as big of an actor. Look at this man's eyes. I fucking you fucking hate, hate the, rock. the Rock, don't you? You know that he's going to take up one of uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's new... Uh, no, he's one not. One of Arnold Schwarzenegger's roles? No, he's not. They're going to do another... Uh, uh, what's that movie? Hercules? No, 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 no. It's uh, a more modernish. The one... Uh, uh, what's it called? They did, a, they did a remake not too long ago. Um, the Sixth Day? Or something like that? It was Six one of those movies. Oh, okay. It was yeah. one of those movies that The Rock is gonna do it, so he's gonna take another one of. Uh, you do know that the, that Arnold Schwarzenegger does have a scene with The Rock, and it was like the pass of the torch type thing. You know that, right? You don't know that? No, he didn't so if pass you watch, that torch. So if you watch the rundown, you know the rundown, right? Yes. The one with uh, the guy from American Pie, uh, okay. Stifler. Stifler, yes. Stifler. yes. Okay, you you ever watched that movie? I may have. Okay, so in the very beginning. The Rock's character goes to um, to go get someone because he's like a a bounty hunter kind of thing. Yeah, he's I like guess, a bounty like hunter. He's trying to get a football ring. Yeah, he's trying to get a collateral from a loner, from a loan shark type thing. Yeah, or whatever. Uh, so he goes to this bar, and while he's walking to the guy who owns it or who owes it, he crosses Arnold Schwarzenegger, and they both link eyes. And he goes to him. He goes, uh, "Good luck." Or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, that's exactly it was like a says. passing of the torch type thing. Yeah, that torch went pretty fucking cold, pretty fucking fast. Dude, the rock is hella better than fucking Arnold. No, he's not. I'd say so myself, man. You oh, you agree yeah. or disagree? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Dude, at the least only, you can understand him. The only yes, yes. at least you can understand yeah, what yeah, is yeah, he, he doesn't butcher. Arnold. He doesn't butcher the English language. Yes, no, the rock can talk like, uh, English perfectly. Yes. He can I don't speak. know about perfectly. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> Get to the chopper. Uh, I was so going to put him as fucking cues on this thing. I swear to God. Arnold Schwarzenegger. The Arnold Schwarzenegger don't get me wrong. Arnold Schwarzenegger did a lot for what he had. Right? Don't get me wrong. He And he's another one. He would never be famous if he wasn't a bodybuilder. He would never be famous. What? He's he would have never terminator. been. No, no, let me tell you. If he would have not have been a bodybuilder. If he would have been skinny like me. Or skinny with a belly like me. Right? He would not be in movies. He would not be the governor of fucking but, California. But that's it's a little different because Arnold had bodybuilding, yeah, but that 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 wasn't like a natural transition into acting. That's why they picked him. What but, do you mean? But, but uh, The Rock had was it wasn't he in movies with? Uh, didn't he go through uh, fucking what's the owner? The owner, of Vincent Kennedy McMahon. Yeah, yeah. Didn't he? No. Didn't he have his own like movie? No, that thing? was after. Yeah, but he may have helped him out because they did I'm, that. They did that I'm purposely. Positive they did that out. purposely. 
WWF did their own studio yeah. purposely because of The Rock because they didn't want to lose talent. Yes. So basically, under their new contracts, after The Rock did the whole movie thing, they made a contract with that was in, in a clause in their contract that if they did a movie, it had to be under the WWE studio. So that way they protected their assets. So in other words, it had to be garbage. Sure, yeah, because the WWF... I mean, I don't know what movie they've done that was actually... Oh, you know what? The one with Kane wasn't that bad. Oh, yeah, man. See no evil? evil. I think that that's the that was, only one yeah, I like. Everything yeah. else was horrible. Yeah, like, that's the only one the I like. The Marine was fucking garbage, even though it had oh. the guy from... It had Robert Patrick from Terminator 2. That was garbage. Um, all the fucking Cena's movies are yeah. fucking garbage. I'm sorry. Um, But back to the topic. The Rock, okay... Plus, he's acting in the ring. That's a, that's a natural transition from acting in the ring to acting in a movie. Yes Arnold and no. Didn't have that. Yes and no. It's a whole different thing, though. Yeah, it is. That's acting in the no, but acting in the ring and acting no, in, in no. yes, it is. It's I actually, a different thing. I actually tried Easier. wrestling at one point. I tried wrestling. My cousin did too. That was that, that's an interesting. Go ahead. I'm yeah, sorry. I tried wrestling at one point. Um, I had gotten the opportunity. To try to be an actual pro wrestler, um, I know a client of mine who you know also does it. He uh, he's really good, and I remember cutting his hair one day and asking him, "I'm like, bro, how do I get the same opportunity you got to do what you do? I want to give it a shot." I was 28 uh, years old at the time, and uh, you know I, I felt like I had some, you know, I wanted to try my hand at it. So you know, I go to his gym. The same gym I go to now, Hybrid Fitness. But I was being introduced into the pro wrestling world, like literally. So I do the first class or whatever. I start off with uh, 500 uh, squats, no weights, just 500 squats, my own weight. It was excruciating. Like, I wasn't even ready for that. I've never done 500 squats in my life consecutively. Like, John, you ever done 500 squats in your life? You're a big bodybuilder. No. You should you you know what you look like you could be a uh, uh, you're just too yeah, short thought, yeah. you're too short to be a pro wrestler. I, you ever heard of Ray Mysterio Jr.? Yeah, but he's first of all, have you ever heard of a person named Vince McMahon? He only likes big guys. Fuck him. It, what do you mean fuck him? He's the he's the cream of the fucking crop, like Macho Man would say. Yeah, <laughs> the cream of the crop. Yeah, you know I'm the only one allowed to do Macho Man. You first. definitely are the last person that's allowed to do. <laughs> Should I do it? Here, no, 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 please don't do it. Please don't. Oh, he's gonna do it at some point. No. Um, it's crazy because it's like my cousin. My cousin tried his hand at, at pro wrestling in Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, pro wrestling is a big deal. Oh, yeah. like it's a big deal. Like, and he. I remember one time I went. I was in Puerto Rico one year, and um, we go. He was. He was like he had a practice or whatever. So I go, and I'm like living as a kid, right? So like I, I'm like pretending I'm the Rock. I get on the second rope and do the whole arm up in the air thing you know the whole like it's fucking a thing and it's crazy I've always wondered about certain careers like that like how do you get into like pro wrestling like how do you go to be a stunt double for a movie like do you go to school for stunt doubling do you go to I mean I know there's schools for pro wrestling right obviously there's schools for pro wrestling but like you know what I'm saying like it's one of those careers where like how do you even find it might just be the people that you know it might just be people you know. You just you happen know. to run yeah, into somebody who knows. Yeah, you yeah. just happen to run into somebody. It's who weird, just, right? Like, yeah. I, and I, I love watching. I don't know about you, but like, I love watching or listening to podcasts. Like, I, I, I listen to Steve Austin's podcast a lot. Oh, yeah, he's good. Or Chris Jericho's uh, podcast a lot, or JR's or whoever. Um, I listen to them because I love hearing the background. 
like how they got started and whatever and this and this and this and that. But it's such a like if I wanted to be a pro wrestler today, how the fuck do I even do that? You know what I'm saying? Like it's crazy. Yeah. It, well, the start, how you get started, and the foot, uh, or you know, get your foot in the door. John, you should be a pro wrestler. Starting right now. What's my stage name? You, uh, you could come I mean, up nowadays with it. You could do it not, yeah, you right now. You could do the whole. You could you could actually use your real name. So I would say, you said you're 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 Trigun, right? That's hey, there you go. Yeah, that's a good one. I like there that one. John, the Trigun Diaz. They were gonna call me Don Corte. They were gonna actually give me a barber gimmick for my character. Really, you're gonna come out with <laughs> scissors and shears. It's and almost like a. Didn't they have that gonna be in the yeah, modern day Buddhist, Buddhist, Buddhist barber beefcake? Yeah, yeah, yeah. almost like a Buddhist barber beefcake, but you know, what I'm saying a certain variation. You know what I mean? Instead of scissors, he comes out with the clippers. <laughs> yeah, like I, I was actually gonna put people to sleep and cut their hair. You know what I'm saying? Like that was gonna be my introduction. That was your gimmick. Yeah, that was, that was, your gimmick. Yeah, that was, that was my gimmick. gimmick. Well, you can draw dicks on them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> that could be your finishing move, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? The, uh, up, up, down, triangle. <laughs> <laughs> what would you call that as a finisher? <laughs> Give me a second. I'll think of something. That's hey, man, I, I don't know. That's awesome. Keep going. Yeah. Um, so I did it, man. I did it for seven, seven months. And um, after a while, I started to realize that it just wasn't fun for me because I was hurting myself. Like regularly That's I what was, I feel like People don't understand About yeah. wrestling I was wrestling hurting myself fake, but yeah. Wrestling is fake But the injuries are real Yeah, yeah You know sure. what I'm saying There's a lot of sacrifice That comes to it And Time I, is another thing I realized absolutely. Watching Watching like beyond the Not beyond the mat um, that's Dark the movie, Side of the Ring Dark Side of the Ring Like when you watch it like that You start to realize Dude That job Is ridiculous It takes a lot Out of you bro And I know I know nowadays It's different Cause obviously you know concussions and all that shit and medical and all that that's probably changed yes. over the time but like to look back at certain characters right i'm like wow dude like i watched stone cold's any a special or whatever and he has a they have a whole series going on with that like to think that stone cold steve austin as big as he was right he doesn't he, he's starting his relationship with his daughters now because he didn't he yeah, didn't have one up. yeah that's part that's of the sacrifice up, bro. Yeah, that's part of the sacrifice that's fucked up yeah. that's what you call dedicate in a way i watch these things and it motivates me to be an actor because i'm like Look, you have to you have to it doesn't matter how much money you spend or whatever or what you have to make it work for you yeah you know absolutely. what i'm saying like it, it's crazy it, it's crazy like he literally just started getting to know his daughters yeah, and you wrestling know? you got to be all in bro all in or nothing and they tell I think you, you that you have to be that with most Careers that you absolutely. want to do, but in wrestling, there's no question about it. No, there's, of course, yeah, of course, you have to be dedicated to that yeah, shit. Absolutely, like you have to not know your parents, not know your kids. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. I not to that extreme. I think it's different now than it was when Stone Cold was coming up. Um, but it's crazy to look at these characters, right, and to realize, you know, that they're they're they actually have lives outside of the work, yeah. outside of the ring. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it to me, it's interesting to listen to them. Oh, That's why I like watching it because it's like. It's interesting to see the humanity side of them. Absolutely. You know, and how, how the crazy the, how carry how crazy the fucking road is for them. I mean, think about it. Even like Benoit, like obviously he ended up killing himself and killing killing his kid and killing his wife. Um, that's an extreme case. Absolutely. You know? And as good as he was, 
which he was a fucking amazing. Yeah, he like was. you look back at Chris Benoit matches, and it's like I mean now I watch him now, and I obviously have a different perspective because I'm older. Mm-hmm. When I was younger, now compared to when I was younger, but like I look at them now, I'm like, God damn, like, he was really fucking good. Yeah, and, and Eddie Guerrero and those people, like those boys were really fucking good. Those guys could work. And then when I got into wrestling, I actually learned to appreciate those guys more because I actually learned what working was in the ring. Even though I'm right, because you have you have some wrestlers that that are good, but like those were. Great, and they weren't yeah. even mm. pushed. They weren't even pushed. They didn't even have push. Like I mean, if you think about it, Chris uh, uh, Eddie Guerrero won the world uh, WWF Championship one time. Um, uh, Chris Benoit is another one. He won it once. Same thing. Like yeah. fuck, but we push, but we push. Brock Lesnar, who Bo- to me wasn't a great wrestler. Bozo's. Like he was just Rock. a big dude. The Rock. Let me tell you something. The Rock. The Rock wasn't the greatest wrestler in the world. But then again, big guys aren't, aren't... Neither was Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stone Cold Steve Austin was probably at his best when he was in WCW yeah, as a wrestler. Who, who was the, the worst that got the neck injury? injury. Yeah. He was probably at his best when he was in WCW. Absolutely. As, and, and, and I mean as in work in the when ring. He was the ringmaster? No, no, no. Before that. When before he was part that. of the Hollywood Blondes. No, like, no, I want to say no. that was his best ring work. Yeah. Right? But he was his best character after he got injured. Yeah. And he got... in And Vince McMahon well, gave him the, the keys. Right, but the character was what sold him, right? Mm-hmm. But at that point, he couldn't he couldn't really wrestle all that great either because he was already he had his neck busted up by Owen Hart or whatever, and he couldn't wrestle the same way. You get what I'm saying? But he made it work for him, yeah. right? But my point is, I look wasn't at wrestling. Hulk Hogan really fucking bad too. Hulk Hogan wasn't oh, a great wrestler either. Damn, no, he, he, was he was just larger than life. Yeah. He was just larger than fucking life. Yeah, personality out this world. Yeah, that was it. And it a was, mouthpiece. You know, yeah. the, it's rare when you see the combination of both. Okay, so Chris Chris Benoit's biggest flaw, in my opinion, was he didn't have a mouthpiece. No, he didn't. Yeah, he couldn't talk. No, Eddie Guerrero had a mixture of both. Once once they gave him the fucking mic. Yeah. You get what I'm saying? Because, like, I, oh, my God, another one with The Rock. He had a really good one where, where uh, The Rock starts talk, singing to him in Spanish. You remember that? No. So he's, the, Eddie Guerrero comes out, he starts talking shit to him, and then The Rock goes, Eddie Guerrero. Oh, yeah. You want to shout at the great one, but <laughs> there's only one problem. Or whatever, he starts saying all this crazy. Oh, like, no, that's no, fun. <laughs> <laughs> And then he goes, he, and, and then he goes uh, something like, uh, uh, the rock's going to whoop your candy culo type shit. <laughs> fucking hilarious. But it, once they gave Eddie the mic, they realized he's got fucking pipes. But that dude got, yeah. the, the dude's got fucking talk. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Absolutely. And that's what makes, and that's when, when the rock comes. So like the rock, the rock wasn't, to me, he was a better wrestler than, than, than Stone Cold in the sense, because I feel like the rock was a little more athletic than he was. But then yeah, again, obviously Stone Cold got hurt. So it's hard to tell because Stone Cold was pretty athletic when he was young. Yes. When he was part of the Hollywood Blondes. The Rock, the Rock's biggest thing is that he was good at this. At this fucking thing right here. Mm. When the mic went on, and once he got loose, right? Because in the beginning he was pretty stiff. Yeah. He was pretty stiff. His uh Rocky Maivia. Yeah, yes. he was pretty stiff. Trash. He was pretty stiff. But once he got loose, once he got <laughs> loose, he got he got a little confidence in him. He was the best on the mic. Him, Jericho was really fucking good at the mic. Hunter was really good at the fucking mic. All of DX was good at the mic. Because mm. if you go back and you watch the the New Age Outlaws, fucking bananas. Everybody went crazy when the New Mick, Age Outlaws. Mick Foley was pretty good on the mic too. He's yeah. a was great too. storyteller. Great storyteller. He was great. Yeah. Mick Foley. Mick Foley's one of the most underrated wrestlers to me. I agree one hundred percent. Like, dude, this dude is literally legit. Yeah. Like he was, and for a person who wasn't big, who wasn't muscular. And literally could tell you a story in the ring. Bro, you can't beat that. Speaking of Road Dog, right? He was he, good. He was trash. Like, 
body wise, he didn't have any. He, yeah, he, he can talk. He, wrestling, yeah. he can talk. Yeah, remember he had the, that personality. Remember the whole thing though. You didn't know. And the whole you your ass better tell somebody <laughs> like that whole thing was he got like that, that over yeah he got that over him and Billy Gunn Billy Gunn wasn't a great talker either all he had to say was suck it <laughs> and the guy got his ass or what over. was the other one what was, oh yeah he literally because he was Mr. Ass or whatever uh, you know his son his son is wrestling and looks he, just and like him bro just fucking like him yeah. I saw him last was it last night this Wednesday I was like fuck is that that's Billy Gunn's kid. <laughs> Like, holy shit! It looks. He comes out the. He comes to the ring exactly like his fucking dad too. Um, he's like those are special people, bro. Like they they knew how to talk. You know what I'm saying? Like the last one I saw that was a mixture of both in ring and on the mic was CM Punk, in my opinion. CM Punk was the best on the mic, and he can perform in the ring. Man, I thought CM Punk's wrestling was a little sloppy to me. Was it really? You I think so? He was a little, I think his elbow drops were a little messy. You know, and his and some of his kicks just looked a little like just uncoordinated and a little slow. I I think he he was good at telling stories. Well, we saw yeah, that he was great on the mic, great on the mic. I I, I think it's because it was him. It yeah. was just him. They, it was really it was, him. It was him. Yeah, it, it was, was really him. him. We and saw like, that in the UFC. He was pretty. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, that was that was bad. He's got some balls for that though. I'll give I him will that. give him that. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah, give him that. You wouldn't do it. Yeah. Uh, I wouldn't do it. What? I wouldn't go in a UFC ring you don't with anybody. Know me, right? You wouldn't. First of all, I, if you went I into would. a UFC ring, bro, you would get your ass kicked. You know what? The question is, would I? And you know I would. Maybe, man. You know me, and you know I would. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, I see yeah. you slap boxing pussy out on the, not pussy out, but like <laughs> not pussy out. What? I said that wrong. Hold on, not pussy out, but like you hold back. Yeah, because I don't want to hurt the person so I, I'm I slap boxing with. I don't know if that's the right mentality to go into the UFC for. Well, I just, me saying, I he know. was my. But friend. CM Punk, back to CM Punk. I like CM Punk. I remember he was pissed off. He, we went to go. I have his autograph somewhere on here. He's all right. We he comes off go, like a miserable guy. We went to go see him at a at a C two E two. He was he was there, and uh, the whole time while I'm waiting in line, this dude's like, I could whoop his ass. Go tell him about whoop his ass right now. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, this dude has training. Yeah, come on, bro, you can't yeah, beat somebody so who has I. training. Training in what? Lawn clipping. <laughs> <laughs> you know how to write those John Deere's pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I seen him at C two E two too. I was, I was kind of like, man. I was like, man, do I want to meet him? And I was just like, nah, he's not Hulk Hogan. Fuck it. I'll tell you what though, he was pretty cool. Like he actually talked to me. Really? Yeah. And I, I was kind of shocked because I was watching. Nobody else wanted to talk. To no, me. you're full of shit. There was, a, there was a little bit of line. It wasn't that much of a line, but like when you watch the people that were in line like he was actually taking a minute to talk to them because normally like I went th I went that day to meet Amy Jo Johnson mm -hmm. the original Pink Ranger and she was like next yeah next watch my movie next yeah watch my movie she was like watch my movie um, he actually talked to me for a second you know I, I, I don't remember what I asked him I think I asked him like if he was gonna if he was gonna be in, if he would take the Hall of Fame induction if they ever took him he was like nah you know what I, I think I'm done with that like I don't really wanna and I respected that because like he actually took a minute to actually give you a genuine talk to response, you. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, a, like a, I mean, I'm pretty sure he's it's probably a recorded fucking answer in his fucking head. How many times yeah. he's probably been asked that? But that made me look at him like, dude, this is real. Like he was legit. Like he got treated like shit. If if and I, mind you, I take everything with a grain of salt because obviously it's his side of the story. If everything that he said was legit, then he had a really shitty situation in WWF. Oh mm. yeah. Oh yeah, really WWE. fucking really bad situation. Well, you know, yeah. you already know how Vince is. Yeah, like he's just killing these dudes. Fucking, like he's yeah. killing them. He'll push them, and then you know what I'm saying, kind of like just kill their push. 
You know what I'm saying? He did that with uh, CM Punk. He was world champion for a while. Then he just kept losing to everybody. Undertaker, Brock Lesnar. They never really gave CM Punk a chance. Like, to shine, shine. Like, they would give him the belt, right? But then, like, he was... It was all... Okay, we're going to give you the belt, but you're going to lose it to WrestleMania. So, like, there was already a time where, like, you're going to lose it. It was almost like with The Rock, in a way. Like, The Rock was kind of similar. Where, like, The Rock would win the title, but you knew he was going to lose it to Stone Cold. At some point, he was going to lose it to Austin. The Rock actually took the belt from uh, CM Punk at one point. Oh, yeah, but uh, I don't even count that, because The Rock was already a movie star. Uh, Yeah, he didn't wrestle the same. He didn't wrestle the same. I noticed, like, He's a a viejita. That was right after he he hurt his nuts with uh, John Cena. John Cena, yeah, at the very end. Like, come on. Like, I mean, I don't really count that one. I I always looked at The Rock, and I'm like, and I was always The Rock fan, because everybody else was a fucking Stone Cold fan when I was growing up. Yeah, me too. Everybody was a fucking Stone Cold fan. I don't know if you were into wrestling back yeah, then. Yeah, it was. Everybody was like Stone Cold, Steve Austin, Steve Austin. I remember that one time they mentioned it in church. I don't even know if you were there. One time they were talking, oh about, I, I think they were preaching about how we shouldn't be watching this stuff. And I think they said, oh, something about uh, some popular. No, so, they were like something about some popular guy. And then they were like, they were saying, uh, oh, it must be uh, Hector Macho Camacho. Then, no, it's Stone Cold, Steve Austin. <laughs> 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 or whatever. And um, Everyone and it was like with me with Kobe. It was mm. almost like with me with Kobe. No one liked The Rock. No one liked Kobe Bryant but me. And everybody was fucking against me. Hey, one thing I remember about your basketball game on the court, you kind of shoot like Kobe, man. Eh, I had my time. I had my <laughs> moments. That was back when I was athletic. I'm not like look at this motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, this motherfucker literally went to go play not too long ago, and he saw me literally drilling shots like left and right, and he still won't give me any fucking credit. Cause on defense he doesn't jump. I'm fucking old. What do you want me to tell you? I'm old. The guy and you were defending was about 15 years old. That's okay. I have a fucking bad knee. What you want me to tell you? Oh, yeah, we all jump got bad knees after 30. Come on, bro. I got a zipper on my knee. What you want me to tell you? I can't move like I did before. I gotta save it for fucking offense. I can't give you both. I'm not saying move. I'm just saying jump. Put a hand up. I did you not just hear what I just said? No. I literally cannot give you both. I can give you offense or I can give you defense. Pick, take your pick. I think I'm more valuable on the offensive end. Just it's, saying. It's debatable. I'm just saying. Dude, fuck you. John, I sw- Hold on. <laughs> you. <laughs> You're a freaking hater. I'm 5'6". He's 6'3". He's I got one more block than he did. Come on. Jump. You. I also have like 20 Like 50 more points Than you in the game Yeah but I didn't shoot Whose fault is that I gave you the ball I was fucking hurt I gave you the ball Like 50 times I was hurt Oh my god my I'm, need I'm, I'm sorry you have to sit here through this argument. Good. We Didn't we play have. one time? Like a, like a, a, I feel like we've always street played. ball with me, always. you, my brother. I feel like we've always I've always played with everybody. Yeah, I played with point. you a couple times. I played with you like maybe twice. Dude, I my my basketball career is is done and over with. I'm I'm on the I'm on the it's, I'm on the back swing. An end. I'm on the back swing. I you know the only reason I don't stop playing, honestly, is because a lot of times I play with people that are half my age. And I have games like I did that Sunday where I'm like, I'm scoring everything. And I'm like, I can still do this. But then I wake up the next morning for work and I'm like, ah, oh. ah my knee. Shit, there's my back. <laughs> my back hurts. I can't stand up straight no more or whatever. Um, but anyways, um, wrestling, I'm hoping wrestling gets, gets better. Somewhere. Yeah, man. Oh. I mean, I enjoy it. Don't get me wrong. I think it's an, it's an I mean, I think it's gonna die down. Absolutely, it's. I think WWE right now is in bad shape as far as their product. 
You know, it's not enter- to me, in my opinion, is definitely not entertaining. Mm-hmm. It's not, but one th- the biggest gripe for them is that they didn't have a crowd anymore, and that, that makes a big difference. Absolutely. Like if you watch the product now, if you watch the product, having not having a crowd makes a big ass difference. And this yeah. and obviously they they've adjusted, so like they have fake crowd noises now, and they have the people on the in the screen kind of keep the energy or whatever. But I'm talking about like when when COVID first started, like they had no one there. Dead. No, it was dead. And then the funny thing is, the the, the Stone Cold came out because obviously they had to they had to you know go into their bag of tricks and try to get people to watch. So they invite Stone Cold Steve Austin. So Stone Cold comes out and he does his whole you know his old his old stick, and he goes and he puts his hands up and he's yelling at no one because there's no one there. No, one, he's mouthing it and like we can hear you, bro. Like you do know, <laughs> like the mics are on. Like you don't like we know you're just moving your mouth like. These people are like selling nothing, which I think is is yeah. right now wrestling shouldn't exist. And until you can get a crowd, like wrestling should not exist. Fucking bad bunny is keeping them alive right now. That's I think. Fu- Bro, <laughs> he was the best sad. thing, the best fucking thing. At WrestleMania. At WrestleMania. Yeah. yeah. At the grandest wrestling show of them all. He was the best thing. That's crazy. Yeah, I think the the, the best stories of has have already been told in wrestling. I think so too. Yeah, I think the best stories have already been told. I don't think there's anything else you could do or say. No, I mean, yeah, especially when when now it's like it's handicapped because you can't be extreme anymore, right? You you can't, mm. you just can't because you know concussions and all this. And I understand the culture on top of I, everything. Oh my god, um, I get all that, right? I get that now you can't do certain things because you know obviously we know better now, right? Because even Paul Heyman, who was a big ECW guy, he obviously created the whole thing. He even said it himself. He's like, if I can go back and say, you know, we probably shouldn't do this. He would he would have said it, but we didn't know back then. Yeah, it's different now. Like you 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 don't have the same excitement. Like to me, there's nothing better. There was there's not a better match than the fucking first and the second uh, tables, ladders, and chairs match with the Dudleys, the the Hardys, and the fuck and Edge and Christian. Oh, there's yeah. nothing fucking better than that. Who's That's that? fucking amazing. How do you beat that storyline with Macho Man Sherry and uh, Miss Elizabeth? Oh God, you can't beat that. Is is that the one where he asks her to marry her at the end? I think so. <laughs> My favorite. I think so. Elizabeth, <laughs> I love you. Will you, will you marry me? <laughs> I think so. And then he went from that to telling Spider-Man, what you ain't going that? nowhere here. Like I a... got you for 10 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Was a ring made out of Slim Jim? <laughs> Bro, that, that, that Macho Man was awesome. Yeah, he was. Um, it's crazy to think of, man. When you look back, we could talk about wrestling for fucking hours and hours. Um, all right, so let's, let's sum it up. If if you give me a top, a Mount Rushmore of wrestling, who you got? Oh, man. So you got, what, five? Five or four? Four. 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 Give me four. Okay, I'd say uh, Undertaker. Okay. Um, Shawn Michaels. Okay. Um, Eddie Guerrero. Okay. And uh, Triple H. And Triple H, you yeah. left a lot of names off that Mount Rushmore. Triple I, H, I, I, Triple H is expendable for me. I'm sorry. Really? To oh, me? I, I'll yeah. put Austin I, in front of him any day. Fucking schnoz. Austin, Austin was good, but I, I just, man, dude. Don't get me wrong. Hunter's Hunter was badass. Yeah, don't Hunter, get me wrong. Hunter was badass, but Hunter is 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 the, man. He's really he really is the game. I mean, he runs the whole show now. I agree. I agree. And he married the boss's daughter. Like, bro, like. Not only are you the so game, did Test on screen. I'm just on screen, yeah. <laughs> but he he took Test's girl though. He took and John Cena smacked their ass once too. Bro, <laughs> yeah, man. John, who's your Mount Rushmore? Personally? All right, this is tough. 
I don't know if I should go more childhood memories or best of the best. Yeah, best eh, of the best. Yeah. Okay, Hulk Hogan. Okay, Grant. Ric Flair. Okay. Fucking damn. Uh, fuck it, Stone Cold and The Rock. Ooh, I, I, that's I, nice. the, the fact that hold on, he needs that. I, I, the fact that I'm you said The I Rock like him as a wrestler. Um, I don't man, like I'm, him as an actor. Okay, for me, okay, for me, you know, the only challenge I have with this is if you if you think of who made the most for the business, right? So, like, as much as I don't like him, and I, and I, I wouldn't add him on my personal Mount Rushmore, but he's up there, is John Cena. Okay. As much as I don't like him oh. as a character, right, he is important to the business, right? Because he was... The, the the WWE era If you want to call it When that started When the WWE thing started He was the fucking face Right It was fucking John Cena And the PG era too. Yeah, yeah it's the whole PG era Like he literally was that So but I mean He's not on my Rushmore But I gotta He's a notable A notable uh, mention um, To me I have to go Hulk Hogan Or Hogan Like the Hispanics say Hogan Mira ese Hogan with a G at the end um, Man yeah <laughs> Macho Man Randy Savage Got to Cause those two Carry the WWF Oh see fuck I forgot about him Who Who Macho Man Macho Man It's gotta be Hogan and Macho Man Hogan and Mach um, The Rock and Stone Cold Yeah Because those two eras Were the ones I that I saw the most But see right? Rick Flair Is Rick Flair Yes but fuck. Rick Flair Rick Flair to me I didn't see too much of Rick Right, because the first when you think of pro wrestling, to me, the first person popped in my head is Hulk Hogan. Hulk Hogan. Oh, for sure. He's the first one. Yeah. The yellow and red just pops in. Right, that's automatic. The next one who pops into me after white. that, the next one who pops into me after that is Macho Man Randy Savage. And then yeah. after that is Stone Cold Steve Austin. And then after that is The Rock. And then anyone else who comes after that is under them because those are the first ones that pop into my head. Mm. I like The Undertaker. He's the first on my uh, Mount Rushmore because he he has the best storylines. The storyline with him and Kane as brothers. Oh, yeah. That was, man, that, that, was, that was dope. That was some of the best TV Boy, I've The ever Undertaker seen. versus The Undertaker thing, that was pretty Bro, cool. Bro, that yeah. was a little bit before my time, before I started watching wrestling. I started watching well, wrestling. That Phantom of the Man, uh, the Phantom of the Opera mask thing. Yeah, that was broke cold. His nose or whatever. That was cold. That was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah but I take points away from him because the first... I don't know how many years it was. Uh, Paul Bear doing the talking for him. Oh yeah, he was you his can mom's voice, can't you? Ooh, yeah. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, that's yeah, that's, that's really good. That was pretty good. That, that, was, really that was better than your macho man. Right? That was better than your macho. That was better than my macho. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, wow, we've been talking for an hour and forty-one minutes. This wow. is going to be a hell of an episode to edit later. Um, John Johnny. Um, did you have a good time, man? I did. I had a great time, man. I'm, it's been a pleasure. We're gonna we're gonna call it night. You can come back whenever you want. We can talk about this all fucking day. Cool. Um, John, since you took a day off, what, how you feel? What, what am I gonna say? Uh, anybody looking for spare money, males? Uh, you sell a testicle. Apparently, you get thirty five grand. I, re- I saw that. I'm. I've already got my kids. Why not? You're thinking about it? I'll throw a fucking marble How in much there. is it? 30 grand? <laughs> 35,000. 35,000 to give yeah. up a nut? Shit, I ain't having no kids. I might as well just give my, my nut yeah. up, man. 35,000 for a nut? You're, you're thinking about it. I'll give them both Holy of them. shit. You only need, no, you need one. You, yeah. 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 What am I going to do walking around with one ball? 
No, you throw something in there. And yeah, it'd be, it'd make it a look fucking like boiled so egg. It looks like you look. So it looks <laughs> oh, like you have two two balls. Oh. So that way you don't. You're aesthetically yeah. pleasing. Oh. You know what I'm saying? So the girl still has something to play around with. Um, <laughs> this one's kind of hard. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, why is one ball harder than the other? <laughs> what was that? Uh, what was that? Uh, ESPN guy who had the glass eye. What's his name? Oh, the guy that died. Uh, Scott something. Scott Stewart. Scott Stewart. I got his his eye in my. <laughs> 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 uh, that was mean. I'm sorry. Geez. I apologize. Um, that's a, not a bad business deal to be honest. No, no. Um, you had a good time. You good? Yeah. Because you had a nice day off I'll last week. I'll be here next week. You'll be hopefully. here next week. All right, cool. You you're definitely gonna come back because you're you're probably the most comfortable person on the mic that we've had. Oh, probably. Well, he is an actor. Was. Was yes. Okay. You know what? I'm gonna keep you in mind because I might do some more shorts and I might keep you in mind. Any brother? Um. All right. Cool. So, um, if anybody else has anything else to say, we're all good. Man, I just want to say thank you for having me, bro. It no was a uh, pulping, pleasing pleasure, brother. Anytime. Um. All right. So we're gonna call it a night. Um. That was our show. And um, like, comment, and subscribe. And if uh, everything here we said is in our opinion, and if you don't agree with it, I got three words for you. Thanks for listening.